When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code WONDERY to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. What number is this? Four nine hundred thousand five. It's not four nine. It could be. Do you think we'll ever get that high? Yeah, I think we can get to four nine hundred thousand five. <laughs> so that's four million nine hundred thousand and five episodes. You're yeah. thinking we can get that far? I think so, Chris. I think you're delusional. It's four sixty. Ooh. Oh, this is this drops Monday. Yeah. Oh wow. Happy Monday, everybody. Yeah, it's the it's the end of the year. It's it the is. last episode of the year. Oh. Last episode of 2013. I thought should be a hostful wrap-up episode. 2013 was a blast. It was a good year. So this is a longer-than-normal episode. So long, everybody. I'm sorry. So uh, it is longer, so we're not going to talk too much. Up, up. Turns out Chris had some shit happen. <laughs> well, so did you. <laughs> <laughs> I, asked, I asked the sister wives to make a list of things, the good things that happened during the year and the shitty things that happened during the year and, you know, and... Uh, but I, I feel like you and I were a little more somber. Yeah, it turns little... out Jonah had the best year. Jo- well, Jonah, Jonah was just Jonah was the most upbeat. Yes. But I feel like we all had good years. But I, I wanted to make sure that people understand that, you know, you were feeling sad and I was feeling weird. And I talked about uh, I had Chloe on near the end to sort of talk about something that I just wasn't able to talk about for a long time until I until. We had some distance from it, yeah. Um, and uh, so that was that was sort of a, an interesting thing to be. And it's very, it's very. It makes me very nervous to talk about really personal yeah. things because I feel like they're just more points that people can use against you. That uh, I don't think I told you this, but <laughs> right after my dad died for like a week, some guy kept sending me tweets talking about how funny he thought it was that my dad died, and they're like, "Oh, why don't you call your dad?" Oops, you can't. Just like, like literally the worst things anyone's ever said to me before. Literally the worst things anyone's okay. ever said to me before. Um, and uh, yeah, I blocked it or whatever. But it just, it, it just knowing like, oh yeah, when you make yourself vulnerable, that's when that's when people and you know. Listen, you can ignore it as much as possible, but every once in a while, if you're feeling feeling vulnerable, like it just it just hurts, you know. So it is it does feel a little weird to talk about very personal things, but you know, I'm also 
I felt like it was Im- I felt like it was important for us to get together I would and have a bonding session. This was our most uh most honest, honest? episode we've ever had of I'm, the Nerdist podcast. Well, that you don't even have to argue that. I totally yeah. agree with you. And uh it was interesting because uh, here's how I know it was a very honest honest uh podcast because later on that evening Jonah and I went out uh and Towards the end of the evening, we were out for quite a while. Uh, there might have been alcohol involved, but towards the end of the evening, I could not remember if we had talked about something at dinner, yeah, as friends or on the podcast. Oh wow! So it was it was so a very you, interesting. That's why I felt that's why I felt super on super yeah, real because Jonah's really upbeat all the time. <laughs> well, he just is. He just is. But but I also felt bad because I don't. You know, I wanted to. I I mean, I do want people to know that you know. A lot of amazing stuff happened for all of us this year, and I certainly appreciate all the amazing stuff that happens, and I hope more amazing stuff happens, but I also, some really weird things happen too, and so I think, you know, just holidays and sort of being caught up in that, and, you know, I, I, I don't know. I definitely, I think we all appreciate all the good stuff, but at the same time, it felt really good to talk about all the kind of weird stuff too. So this is, you know, again, I feel like there have been this has been sort of a train. This is kind of a train of heavier episodes for the Nerdist podcast, which is normally super upbeat. But yeah. this is, but I also say that the podcast is effectively kind of whatever we're going through at the moment. It's just a snapshot of that moment, and this was the shit that we were going through. You know, when we recorded this a, a few days ago. So. Yeah, I said some stuff that I probably shouldn't have said <laughs> but you were really i was worried about you you, you were know, really sad it was uh it was a down it was a down situation fresh off of uh some stuff but I you made it through christmas you're all uh, you're, you're smiling now yeah i'm ha- happy as happy as all can be also i don't it doesn't i mean yes you, we understand that our lives are, are are great and uh generally uh super awesome and uh very thankful to be in the positions that we are in yeah uh, so. But that still doesn't fix everything. If someone dies or someone leaves yeah. or someone something horrible happens, yeah. it's it's still you know. Yeah. And I, I just uh, I, I was glad to have this episode, and I think it's kind of a, I think it's kind of an interesting way to punctuate the year. I I'm, I'd be interested in think, hearing what people have. To, I mean, I our, our, our common threads are pretty interactive, but I'd be interested in hearing what people have to say about you know. Us laying shit more on the table a little bit more. So here we're gonna stop talking so that we can start talking more. <laughs> can't can't ra- wait to see that subreddit post. No, 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 no. It's gonna be fine. Some people will not like it, but other people, you know, I think it'll be fine. Yeah, it should be good. I th- I think it was great. I don't even know why we're doing this. The podcast was so good without us even explaining it. Now if there's a smile on my face. Now I'm gonna listen to, to this podcast on the way to Irvine and let you know if we need to delete anything. Okay, great. But you won't know at home. <laughs> yes, I'm not gonna delete anything. Oh, Here's Nerd's Podcast number four sixty. End of year twenty thirteen. Extra long, hostful goodness. <laughs> it's sad hilarious. <laughs> What's that you're singing? Oh, this old thing's on? <laughs> Zuzu's pedals, guys. Every time an angel gets his wings, Daddy. Cut. You sure you don't want another take? Yeah, we got it. I think we got We're that. Fine. <laughs> yeah, but that kid had a really bad. Oh, no, oh, no, no. It's fine. Fine, fine. fine. Oh, look, Mr. Potter. <laughs> Merry Christmas, you old movie house. Thank you, Daddy. Every time I'm an angel. Well, oh, sweetie, we already got that. One yeah, day. Just lasso the moon. Ah, shut this fucking kid up. It's uh, the old days, so it's okay to treat him like shit. 
You know, I could also hit you without anyone saying word one, bird I, or Ernie. I could pick up that dog and beat you with this dog, and it'd be totally fine because there's nothing Does yet that's going to stop that from happening yet. Also, uh, can you believe National Geographic is still around? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, I seem to have stepped into a couple different dimensions, and also, this isn't a Jimmy Stewart impersonation. <laughs> Now entering Nerdist.com. It's an end of the year host for podcast. Here on Nerdist Podcast. Hello. First of all, I forgot how to do these. Who are you guys? I'm Joe. No, I'm your Jonah. Hey, hey Jonah. No, Pete, I'm Chris. Pete Holmes. I'm Chris of the Pete Holmes Show. Midnight. And you're Jacko, the Jacko. Australian footballer. Yeah, hi you. From the eighties. Yeah, hi you. Is this a present for me? Yes, it is a present for you. Oh, oh. well. Um, we could do presents afterwards if you want. Well, not okay. okay. I mean, we should <gasps> do the. Oh now my god! Because I didn't get anybody anything. And Matt, here's yours. And that's appropriate <laughs> for most times. There you go. Uh, Jonah, Jonah this is so nice. Yeah, so yeah I was sweet. excited to get you guys these. Should I open it now? Yes. Oh, shit. Jonah. First of all, did you wrap this? Because it's a good job. No, I didn't. I had okay. him wrapped. Oh my god! Uh, the Tashin book. Yeah, all the illustrations. Oh, this is fucking awesome. Two book collection. Mine's better, guys. It's mm. the James Bond archives. Oh, this is great. Thank yeah. you, Jonah. Happy Christmas, fellas. Oh, Simply have a wonderful Christmas time. Yeah, there's that. That's huh? a James Bond. If anyone wants to see a still from each credit sequence, it's in here. Chapter it's a pretty chapter. gnarly book. I flipped through it. Oh, it's it. incredible. It's an incredible and book. And then re-shrink wrapped it. And, oh, that's uh, good. Yeah. Gnarly. And you sealed the box? Yeah. I could have easily just you got a lot of, online or something. You got a lot of skills. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I didn't wrap it myself. <laughs> and I'll always have But you shrink wrapped it. Shrink, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I just get the plastic, get the, uh, get the uh, you know, blow dryer. Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love mean, shrink wrapping, guys. These little these little guys aren't they're just they're they're pretty traditional at this no, point. No, no, I no, but I look There's, forward to these because it gives me an excuse to go. Well the thing I like about it this year is Jay I can Ray. fit in not the your handwriting, not your handwriting. Well I, I uh, Hey, well what did yeah. Monica write? What did Monica write on this? What did Monica write on what this? Did, let me see what Monica wrote. <laughs> Alright, I told her what to get. Let me see what Monica wrote. <laughs> I told her what to get. Did she you tell her what to get a couple years ago and just go more of the same? <laughs> Monica, please forget the boys. And then uh, she wrote. When you come home, she does a good job of your initials. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, thank you, Chris. Of course, I can fit. But I did tell her they're Barney's gift cards because I know because every year. I always, it's always fun to watch what you guys, you know, that one year you got that jacket. Oh, that jacket. Lost forever. No! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nemo! Yeah, went, uh, was, you know, wore it on a shoot for one of the, uh, mashup, uh, mm. field and shoots. gone. And, yeah, and then they had me, oh, twist, switch out that, and then it was like, where's my jacket? Oh, I think someone packed it up. Okay, well, I'll come back tomorrow. Yeah, here we go. I had, I got some sweet brown leather shoes. Nice. Which I still fit in. Nice. Because, you know. 
Everything else is gone. They must look real baggy, those shoes. <laughs> they do. I got rid of three contractor bags full of clothes. So what'd you get us? 65-gallon bags. Uh, I haven't been... This is going to be so good! I am so excited. I, I mean, this wait. guy... Here's the here's Every the year, yeah. this guy. Everybody. Oh, uh, man. You know what? Here's the thing. Very here's recently, thing. my yeah, Matt, rent doubled. I mean, because you, you gave me shit about having Monica write the, the, your name on the thing, so obviously yeah, yeah. that would mean, like, you, you really went out of your way. Thing. Yeah, okay. I'm going to tell you what I want, and I'm, I'm pretty sure yeah. you got me. Go, okay, what do you think you got you? Matt, you know what I want is a left-handed, limited edition guitar. Guitar, oh, but I want. I, I don't so have any place. Of those. I have no, no place to put it. So could you just keep it at your house? Done and done. All right, cool. I can get twenty three of those. Yeah, Anyone okay. else need one? Um, I would really like some type of. I don't know, like a Dave Matthews coffee book or a song book, a Dave Matthews song book. I don't have any of those. Book. But if I don't, I think there's a Dave book. Matthews kombucha book. If there's there's a, <laughs> probably a Dave Matthews book about his wine and a drum circle. <laughs> Is this Dave Matthews wine? Creel's here. How I feel tonight. The, wine. The red is called Crush, actually. Uh, that's so crush you're correct. Crush you're not far off. Uh, me into guys, beans. it's uh, it's the holiday season. I uh, I I uh, I I have uh, I had to help my so sister not be homeless, and uh, also at the same time. So she went shopping with you for us. Haven't seen a <laughs> check in a long time. I haven't worked in a while. And yeah, it's uh, been like well, three you weeks. Pretty consistently all year. It seems like you yeah. had a, like probably money saved. No, well, I had to save my parents' house, then bail my sister out twice, then bail my brother out out of prison. Oh. Then uh, might as well have been fuck it, uh, and then uh, and then my rent doubled when so this uh, Kiki is the part where <laughs> you didn't get us gifts no matter how big or small we would have appreciated, and you turn it in to what? a pity party what? yourself. I'm not listening. This isn't happening. This isn't happening. This isn't happening. This isn't happening. I'm not present. It's uh, you know, I, they 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 wiped out my savings about twenty five thousand dollars worth. Uh, but how are you guys? Merry Christmas. Kiki's gone. I'll be alone for the holidays. <laughs> I remember um, we could talk. You know, about, I remember. Uh, I, I always remember why you wanted that to happen. I always remember watching SNL and being like, "Oh, if Debbie Downer were like a dude, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm so tired of it being a lady, yeah. right?" Yeah. Uh, but I wholeheartedly appreciate your gifts, and uh, I will make it up to you very shortly. We know you do. We just like giving you shit. Oh, very, yeah, yeah. very shortly so, make it up to you. I thought it'd be very important to do an end of the year podcast where we just host a podcast. Last episode of 2013, and I had asked you guys, like, you know, just make a mental list or make a list of all the things that you accomplished. Physical this year. list. And what then, did, what and did then, Monica put on your list? I made my own list. <laughs> Ronikin, take this down. <laughs> what? Am I? What, did, what I have is happening to him? <laughs> What has happened? Reach for my quill. <laughs> <laughs> my quills? Am I Marquis de Sade? Yes, yes. Um, so uh, I, I, made, I made my own list. And uh, and so I thought it would be good. Like, what did we accomplish this year? What did we fuck up this year? What things happened? And so I thought this would be kind of a good way to sort of wrap up uh, the, in, uh, the year of 2013. Cool. We'll I thought we Matt. were starting with what okay, we Okay, okay. We already started. started with Matt. Okay, so yeah. so okay, so what did you... What happened this year on the negative side? Uh, well, I mean... Everything? The, it's the, Matt Meyer we're talking about. <laughs> Come on. No, not, not that many Let things. Let him complain. <laughs> okay, uh, what happened? Well, let's see. Uh, Kiki and I broke up. I don't know if you guys know that. We were aware it of that. It just happened yeah. uh, pretty recently. But you guys are... You said it was a friendly breakup, and you're yeah, okay with it. Yeah, which turns out it's harder to be friends. Anyway, uh, yeah. 
Then what else did I put on here? Oh, uh, I put uh, one of the crappy things that happened was uh, I went another year without going to see a therapist, mm-hmm. which mm. is uh, probably something I should probably do at some point. It yeah. would be good to yeah, 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 you know good. Work, work out. You know why? Doesn't mean you have to go for the rest of your life, but just yeah, it's a yeah, nice yeah. thing to go for a while. Then uh, then I wrote down my dad getting cancer. That was pretty tough. Yeah. How's that going? It's going good. Is he doing it's okay? Going good. It's going good. And then. Uh, and then I wrote down, I should be more grateful for things. And then that's the end of my list. Okay, okay. So that's so, like a bunch of bummer stuff. That is a bunch well, of bummer stuff. Well, that's just the, that's the, that's the bad list. We so had a bad list. Okay, so you had a little list. bit of a, so you had a little bit of a bout the with. The good list is longer. Mortality, and, and you had a breakup this year. Yeah. And, and it is hard to, it, it can be very difficult to yeah. be friends after, after breakup. So she's moved out. She has moved out. She's got a nice little place that I had to swing by to uh, get a book from last night. Why? Because it was a cookbook, and I had starting cooking the did thing. You need, and did then you I, really need it, though? Well, that's the thing I see a lot of guys doing also, a breakup. It's like, oh, I, you guys, I already got her this gift, so I got to go and see her. We're going to go get coffee and lunch and dinner, and uh, we're going to go and hang out because I got to. No, it was fine. It was it was good. Because I'm saying it's a holiday. It season. was good. Yeah. She didn't, but would think she didn't uh, tell me when she was actually out. Like I had no warning, so I just came home, and, and then the stuff was gone. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> but you guys were already, you already knew. We already knew it was happening. I just was not, I thought there'd be some sort of uh, ceremony. I don't know what happens in that situation. No, it's best to just fucking yeah. do well, that's what, it. That's what happened. And then, uh, so yeah, she, we, you know, we had a nice conversation last night. She went, she went off to go see her family today and it was that. It so was you good. feel okay in general about that? I don't know what I feel like. Hmm. So is 2014 the year we... We start to go to therapy. Yeah, and dig in and start to self discovery to, to, to fix Lord. some Matt Myra problems. Matt Myra needs to be fixed quite a bit. Yeah, I should probably not be able to have kids. <laughs> well, maybe not this second. Yeah, but you can still have kids. Eh, I don't know about that. I'll work on. It. I'll get a dog first. All right. Sure. All right. Yeah. Get a dog first. Jonah got a dog and a cat, right? Well, D had the cat, and we got the dog together. Nice. I had another dog. So you have two dogs in a No, 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 no. That dog got let behind uh, when I was breaking up. With oh, right, 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 right. Remember, I remember telling you, I remember even, I think I told you my plan. I was like, I'll leave the, because you asked about the dog. Are you taking your dog? I was like, no, I'll leave the dog behind. And then she's going to look at the dog and remember how good of a boyfriend I was. And then she'll want to have me back. Did that pan out? No, not mm-hmm. at all. And then I was out of dog and a girlfriend. <laughs> well, so she probably remembered to. Text me every time the dog had a health problem. Yes, she did. <laughs> she did remember. To pay for that. Oh, yeah, consistently. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then, but it also, you also said that there was, that you had to bail some. Yeah, I had to bail uh, my siblings out quite a bit, as well as my parents, because my parents also bail my siblings out. But then when they're finished bailing or trying to bail out my siblings, then I have to bail out my parents. So you feel a lot of this is exactly what therapy will feel like. So you Thanks. you will feel a, so you feel a lot of pressure and maybe resentment that you have to shoulder a lot of this stuff. Yes, but the resentment is not towards my parents. It's no. towards my siblings. Okay. For sucking at life. Okay. Now the last time you talked about your siblings, you didn't talk. Well, I guess at this point you sort of feel like you've bought the right to Yeah. <laughs> Cost yeah. $25,000. Yeah. <laughs> you guys should each buy. Yeah, here's a burger. You piece of shit <laughs> now i'm gonna talk about this okay so those were the negative things yeah and what what were the positive things lots that happened of, lots of good stuff it was a good year overall when you weigh the positives and the negatives yeah let's start early in the year i enjoyed the 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 nerd of the season 
of the Nerdist TV show. Yeah. That was this year. That was a good time. That was an amazingly fun time. That was, that a, was a great a show. You did a fantastic job uh, working you. and producing I segments on that felt show. Felt good about it. And I also wrote down my trip to London with Jonah. Yep. That was a lot of fun. That was a blast. That was a Nerdist Lies Go Through London. Yes, you can watch our trip in, in a minute and a half segments on the YouTubes. Uh, then also what was good was uh, the deciding to uh, train with Tom. That was good. That you was both good started move. training this year. Yes, we did. I did it after Jonah, though. Jonah was like the one I said, hey, can I get his number? You both look great. Thank you. P.S. Yeah. You both look great. And in case we're wondering, I can bench 205 pounds. And I'm hoping by the end of next year, 300. Really? We're going to do it, guys. 300? trying to bulk I'm up? I'm going to bench 300 pounds. I'm just a big guy anyway, guys. I got the strength. Why not unleash it? Mm, I don't know. I don't think about that stuff. <laughs> I benched uh, 195. That's cool. That's not bad. That's five pounds less than me. Whatever. Whenever I talk about benching things, Chloe laughs in my face. Yeah, I don't... Oh, we did it today. It was his Christmas present to me was letting me do that. It, that is not, a nice present. not let nice? me do that. Isn't yeah. that nice? <laughs> now, by the way, it's not like... We won't do can it you, again until next it, year. Can you do it a bunch or just once? Oh, uh, that's reps. You got Max is totally different. Okay, yeah. I don't, I'm not even sure. I wouldn't even want to offend everybody in the gym by how much weight I was lifting. <laughs> there probably aren't enough plates. There's not enough plates in the gym. Uh, then, let's see. Uh, I, the, the, the Red Sox winning the World Series. That mm-hmm. was good. Yeah, you were really good at that. I was... Well, it's not my call. It's just something I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. I thought that was the thing. That is, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Grateful? Yeah. I thought it was stuff we did. It's both. I think it's both. I okay. think it's things oh. to be happy about, things you accomplished. Oh, sure. Uh, James Bonding, very popular podcast. Great podcast. You did some more Phoebes. You did lots James Phoebes, Bonding. Lots of James Bondings. James... You got you got Skyfall this year, or was that last Skyfall year? Skyfall was last year, but the Blu-ray came out this okay. year, so okay. I'll count it. Uh, proud of the, the work we did on At Midnight, getting that show uh, up and, and running and uh, renewed. That was good. That was very good. And then, uh, and then that's that's it. So, what are you hoping for in 2014 when you go to? Because you you you've 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 sl- how much weight have you lost since the beginning of the podcast? Since the beginning of the podcast, a hundred and uh, hundred and twenty. Jesus pounds, yeah. And uh, so that's in, that's amazing. Yeah, but that's three years, so that's not crazy. But like since July, I'm sixty five pounds. Wow, and that's uh, that's that's good. I can run pretty good distance now, you know. Couple do, you, of... do you think you'll quit smoking next year? I hope so. Uh, kind of, but not really. I don't really want to quit smoking. I know, but you're exercising like it's not good for your heart. But well, looks, neither looks was really the last cool. thirty years. Looks really cool. He's smoking cloves. Oh yeah, that's right. Never mind. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's something. I, I, I quit smoking twice this year. That was good. Okay, so you did that. It's a right. start. <laughs> good. So do you have an emotional goal for next year? Uh, yeah, I don't want to be uh, as shitty a human being as I am. That's my goal. So you fix, think... I got to fix myself. Okay. Because I don't... Uh, I'm not uh, good at uh, being a human. You're not a shitty human being. I think I am. No, you're not. Well, that's the first thing that you'll start to try to fix is the <laughs> yeah. fact that you think that you're a shitty human being. Because that doesn't do you any good. Yeah. To think you're a shitty human being doesn't right. do you any good. Well, I'm not saying I'm a terrible human being. I don't think I'm good at being a human being. That's, that's, there's, there's two different things. I'm not an evil person. No. But I'm also not good at being a person. Be careful when you say, you know, I'm going to fix myself. That's to say that there's like an end result to, you know, you're going to get to oh. a certain place and go, yeah, I'm good. Less, no. the, less, the less fixing and more understanding why I am the way. <laughs> that's kind of what it is. That's all really, yeah, yeah, yeah that's what it is. It all, it all goes back to childhood stuff oh, and, yeah. le- and learned behavior. Why and... am I emotionally unavailable? I don't know. 
But you're going to try to start figuring Yeah, if you guys want to figure that out, go for it. Let me know. So do you think... Um, I mean, a lot of it's... Uh, oh, the other thing I'd like to get good at is uh, have, uh, keeping my money. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's the thing. I'd like have you ever that. read The Richest Man in Babylon? Have you ever read The Nerdist Way? These are all things <laughs> that you can... The Richest Man in Babylon is a very short book written by a guy named George Clayson, mm. I think sometime in the early 1900s. And it's just a, ba- it's a very basic, here's, a, here's a, a way or a philosophy of how to save money. And it's basically... Oh, I was real good at it. And then, <laughs> and then a locust swarm came in. And... Yeah, we'll call it the Myras. Uh... <laughs> well, then you're okay at saving money then. Yeah, I'm okay with it, but because that, that has I don't nothing to do with you, have any of it. Yeah, but you were able to bail your family out. Had I said no, then I would have saved more. But does it make you feel good at all to know that you did help your family? Yes, then it was worth that you have what, the ability to help your. But family? what doesn't make me feel good is when I get random text messages from my brother that say, "Can you buy me a car?" Oh, right. Well, then you just tell him to shut the fuck up. I just didn't answer him. No, you should have told him to shut the fuck up. Set up those boundaries, friend. <laughs> now, is there anything? Is there anything, and you know, you're already, you've already, this is already something you want to work on, so I don't want you yeah, to think go that ahead. this is a, as an attack. But is there anything to like buying guitars or maybe taking random trips to Vegas that you feel like maybe? Well, let's first talk about random trips to Vegas. Okay, I'm net up, like <laughs> like twenty five hundred bucks. Okay, I'm sorry, so, I take I take that back. Cool. I mean, if we think about it like that. Yeah, did, you, yeah. did you take into consideration uh, gas and lodging yep. and food? Yep. Okay. Yep. All right, so you're up 2500 in Vegas. Yep. Yep. Okay, good. Because I only spend cash when I'm there. Okay. Uh, then, uh, That's the Myra method, all cash, all the yeah, time. Yeah. You pay with a hotel room? I don't stay overnight. What the fuck are you talking about? I drive home. I go for six to 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter? It's a good drive. I'm thinking about doing it tomorrow. <laughs> are you really? Yeah. I... It's the only thing I can do with myself. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> you can find somebody to go with you, right? To Vegas on Christmas Eve? Yeah. Probably not. It's Los Angeles. Anyone that's here would be fucking Yeah, but for the other problem is I don't like people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, that'll be something in 2014 that you work <laughs> on. It's, it's getting used to people. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, uh, so yeah. And uh, as far as guitar purchasing is uh, is concerned, I thought I thought I'd reined it in pretty well. Sold a couple this year. Okay, so that's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. All right, so I would say objectively that you did uh, accomplish a lot this year. You moved Credits forward. up 100 points. See, there you go. I think you're better off than you think you are. I think it's a nonstop process of trying to improve incrementally. And so when you look back after a few years, you go, oh, wow, it didn't feel like I had done well at the time. But look, you look fantastic. In general, I feel like you've gotten a lot better at dealing with people. Mm-hmm. Um you had saved money. It's just the family thing came up and and took it. Mm-hmm. You are working. You you know you're working on. You'll be working as, as long as you want to between here and at midnight, as long as we're on. And uh, and you got the podcast, the new podcast. And I don't know. I think um, I I think overall, you know, with the exception of a couple of crappy things like a breakup, which in the end may turn out to be a really positive thing if you find someone that you feel like you're more suited to. Uh-huh. I think in general. 2013 was a pretty good year for you. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the list, you know, in columns, the good column definitely outweighs. Because you still, you know, you still could have been working at the Apple Store, which is not a terrible job to have for anyone. But I mean, for you, it wasn't really where you wanted to go. Yeah. In life, 
And now you've you've you you know you got to also work like... on two television shows this year. That's two more credits that you have on your resume, which will make it easier. Technically, to... the last episode of Attack the Show ended uh, was in January. Oh, oh, right, right. Yeah. You're so welcome. three three television shows. Yeah. Well, that doesn't affect me. Attack of the Show. Oh. Um, but uh, three yeah, television. Your welcome was uh, not. <laughs> Not warranted. He's working on it in 2014, Jonah. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, so three television shows, and I think overall you had a good you had a good 2013. I agree. And no one said I didn't. I'm excited and 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 proud for you. And I feel like that if you really do, if you really do, just go. Even if the therapist doesn't give you any advice, just talking out loud will sort of help you get it into the world and start to figure it out. Talking about your feelings at all is good. Yeah. Do you want I? I'm very lonely, guys. What do you need? I don't know. So even strange. when you're with someone, you feel like you're still lonely. Yeah. Or you feel like you isolate them. I don't know. Careful with that. You can easily just get into a relationship again. Right. I know. Trying yeah. not to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy. So you feel like the guitar Slippery buying slope. and all that stuff is a it was a, a way to sort of help just deal with being lonely? Yeah, I've always jokingly said that I... I use guitars as people to replace people, and I, I did, don't know how much of a joke that was. Now, do you feel like um, this is the shittiest podcast we've ever done? <laughs> no, it's not. From Listen, my point of view, can I, t- Matt, can, I, can I tell you that? Good, Matt. Can I tell you that? Fuck you, Jonah. <laughs> can I tell you that we're working this? Not only are we working, where are we going to talk about all this stuff, and we're going to talk about fun, comfortable things? <laughs> But um, I also feel like if people don't enjoy this, they can fuck off. Like, this is, we're having this moment. Some people will. Oh, I don't care about them. Some people will benefit. I think a lot of people will benefit from it. People will feel uh, akin to you. And I feel like it's okay. It's okay for us to get together and sort of be a little more open about, you know, what's happened in our feelings since, you know, we're pretty. We're pretty upbeat guys on the podcast most of the, podcast most of the time, and I feel like it's okay for us to have more of a real conversation. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's fine. I don't think it's bad at all. As long all. as it's recorded, Chris. Well, listen. Yeah. Oh, was, did uh... you get that, Kyle? Because <laughs> <laughs> okay, the way that he said that, yeah. it really, I could say it was a very real moment. Chris, what? I'm standing before you, a friend. <laughs> could you just do that again, but just like a little more? Can you just choke up a little bit when you say it? And please Chris, mention stamps.com when you Chris, do it. Chris, yeah. I'm standing before you. A representative oh, of stamps.com was... <laughs> and a friend. Jonah, if you're going to just fucking sit here and as a friend tell me that people can get a discount by entering a promo code NERDIST. Guys, let's back up our feelings with Carbonite. <laughs> I like the joke, but I didn't like the delivery. It was kind of uh, brought me out of it. Well, I'll send you some Sherry's Berries to help uh, cushion the blow. I don't know what that is, but it sounds great. Well, they've been sponsoring the podcast for the Since last when? month. Oh, I haven't been on it. That's all right. <laughs> the episodes you listen to uh what's that that? what's that um uh yeah but you know anyway yeah i I gotta figure out how to uh not be so uh lonely and negative sure yeah do you think on some level that something happened when you were young where you felt like you didn't deserve to be happy (laughs) i don't even know what that means it means you're afraid to want or it means that you feel like you don't something made you feel like you didn't deserve it or that you had to destroy something that was good because you felt like you didn't that you deserve to be lonely and bummed mm. out. I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's what you could... I do know that like what happens to what happens to me and it's still happening uh is that I uh will end up uh coping with uh, the food. I still I'd like this weekend I ordered a sandwich with bread on it. Mm-hmm. 
and a slice of pizza and some french fries and a donut. <sighs> Sounds good to me. Sounds like a good weekend. Yeah. If you fall down every once in a while, that's okay. Yeah, but I just don't want to. Still got to live life. Make a habit of it. It's not good. No, I know, but you won't. You won't make. I a also habit of it. look very much forward to not not working and just plowing through. That's I'm much, careful with that. I'm you much can easily turn working. into Chris Hardwick that way. Yeah, don't. Hey, wait a minute. Was <laughs> <laughs> it? Well, no. Uh, I much you say it yourself. You 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 say you work to kind of just keep going. Well, y- yeah. Although you replace I, booze with. You don't like being alone with your thoughts. These are all things you said. So no, I'm, not... I'm, to- I'm totally on board. But I feel like I, I, f- I do feel like I got better about that this year. I, I'd say so. Probably in large part due to Chloe. Yeah, you um, help him slow down. He's like she, a human again. Chloe's here, by the way. She's sitting in the corner of the room. What? Hey, <laughs> um. So yeah, I. But but it is. Uh... I I don't know what to do with myself when I stop working. Like I I hate it. I hate not working. That's I, why I have three podcasts. I used to feel that way too. I used to hate. I used to absolutely hate and freak out about not working. And I've gotten a lot. I've gotten a lot better about it because it is. Sooner or later, you really do need to slow down and calm down a little bit and recharge, and then before you before you get back into it. But these are the things that you can work out when you when you talk to someone. I think you know it's good to have this all. <clears throat> you could actually just send this podcast to your therapist and go. Here's the starting point. Yeah, yeah. Here's a bunch of stuff. Start here. Here's a bunch of stuff. But you know, I think. You should take solace in the fact that you that it is a goal of yours to try to work through stuff. So, How much solace? Like a quantum? A, just a quantum of solace. Okay. No, I, more than a quantum. A quantum is a very, very small amount. Yeah, I thought it was a measurement. Saying, a, it's a very, very yeah, small. Yeah, it's, it's a finite okay. amount of solace. It's a subatomic uh, particle, basically. Oh, okay. a, a quantum is a subatomic particle. Mm. So um, I, I, think, um, I think, if anything, you should sort of... You could be... At least look forward to the fact that this is something that you're going to, you know, that if we sit down in a year from now and you said, you know, I, I actually worked on a lot of this stuff and I've gotten this much further that you will grow next year if you want to. And if you're not ready yet, then that's fine. You don't have to, but you can. You do have the ability to do yeah. that. We also hope to have uh, medical insurance this year. That'd be nice. You don't have to hope. You can just go and sign up for it. Actually, you have to. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bumper sticker that says hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You should uh get up on that. Thanks, Jensen. <laughs> what about you, Jonah? What about me? Chris. <laughs> well, you really dropped those coasters in a an aggressive <laughs> confrontational way. So let's see. What am uh what am I grateful for? You can do whatever one you want first. Well, I got married this year Yay. to the person that uh, every day I wake up next to I get excited all over again. It's great. Uh, and, and being married to her is, uh, is a constant source of, uh, inspiration and happiness for me. It's great. You're going to get so much pussy talking like that. I know. That's the whole point, Chris. Why do you think I got married? Yeah. Why are you looking at me when you say that? Yeah. <laughs> Cause you got a few, I heard. <laughs> I was looking at you for approval of that yeah. comment. Yeah. You're uh, like, why did you have to ruin that beautiful moment with a, <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh. Yeah, that was that's the that's the best thing. That's the best thing that like uh, happened this year. It was great, and again to go with to Europe with her, and just uh, I don't know. It's 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 so nice. It's so fucking nice to be married, uh, especially to someone like Deanna, who just you know tons of laughs, tons of uh, support. Um, I, I I like the stuff that she does. I like the the year that she's had has been great too. 
lot of awesome freelance work and like getting a short for Nickelodeon going and you know all that stuff and having getting to share that and everything like that. That's that's been the best. That's like this been that's been my year. It's been fucking great. And you also no longer work a job that is oppressive. And yeah, visible. and that's thanks to her. You know, um, you know, uh, she. I was miserable at the soup and. Even though it was a great job and I should have been fortunate, I felt, you know, really fortunate to have it. I wasn't. And I, uh, I, you know, wanted to leave, but I was, I felt guilty. And she sat me down. She was like, you know, you're not doing well. You're not doing stuff you like there. You're very, you're kind of getting bummed out a lot. And it's, uh, oh, is my uh, heartfelt story getting in the way of your text messaging there? He was just looking at his phone. (laughs) Totally fine. Here I am pouring out my heart. All right, there's still plenty of heart left to pour. No, out. I know. Uh, but then she was uh, she was able to just say, you know, we don't we live in a, like a house uh, that we rent, and it's a little more expensive than we'd like. But she says, you know, we don't have to live in a place like this. We can live in a smaller place as long as we're being happy and being creative people. That's what's going to make us happy and being together and being creative. So having her around, like you know, put my entire life in perspective, which is great. And that and that's what's that's what's awesome is that the idea that I have this thing that I. That I now it's you know everything else we we all do is so temporary it seems you know it's like you know we ha- you'll have a job now but the job's not going to last forever not every you know not every job or show is The Simpsons or Saturday, you know nothing's going to last as long as that stuff it's always going to be temporary and uh, and then when you have something in your life that you can see is just going to keep on going for the rest of your life as far as you know it you know is going to just keep going. Uh, it kind of helps put everything else into perspective and realize that you know the stuff we always talk about. It's not, it's not a race. We're not trying to get in front of any every, anybody else. It's just we're just going to keep on doing what we do every day. And as long as we're happy doing it, and stop doing the stuff where you go, uh, you know, I'm gonna once I get this, then I'll have this, or once I do this, then emotionally I'll, I'll have that. You mean like once I have this, yeah, then, yeah, then yeah, I'll exactly. get this thing. Yeah, yeah, this exactly. intangible thing. Yeah, even you know sometimes uh, you know. Now that I have that in my head, I'll hear other people doing it. It's like, well, once I'm not working so much, I'm going to start cooking myself, my, like cooking my own dinners. You know, I go, well, there's always going to be something getting in the way. <laughs> I'm sorry, I thought you were going to say. <laughs> this is so dumb. And I'm sorry, I just sidetracked the conversation. For some reason, my brain anticipated what you're about to say, yeah. and I thought <laughs> this isn't going to make sense. It's not going to be funny anyway. Kyle, can we make sure to uh, put this three times in a row in the podcast? Can we edit this out? Kyle Jones has no say over what you do. Uh, so, um, uh, I was saying, I was, I thought you were going to say, once I'm not working so much, I'm going to start cooking my own dick. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's you can do that too because you have time. But if you don't cook your dick when you're working, then you're never going to get to cooking your dick. Sorry, I'm four. I apologize. <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah. I'm sorry. I yeah, yeah, yeah. tried It just got under my skin and made that me giggle. That was very yeah. Myra-esque. What you? Did I can't there. help yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like it's no one else's. No one else listening would go. I thought he was gonna say dick too. <laughs> once I once I'm not. Yeah, once it was I'm, so quiet for so long. So I had to say dick yeah, in there start, somewhere because I'm Chris fucking Hardwick. <laughs> I'm gonna start cooking my own dick. I'm gonna start cooking my own dick. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's okay. So yeah, I'm doing really good. How are you doing? Nope. And then uh, work-wise, uh, you 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 did another year of Jonah Radio, barely. But you did. You scraped by. Yeah, but that's not work. That's that's having fun. 
That's the, that has nothing to do with work. I don't, you know, I don't get money off of it. I don't, you know, I don't. I, I equate work as being a fun thing too. I don't mean. Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, uh, you know, I don't. It's just a, a way to hang out with my friends and listen to music, and and it's it's been really cool to be able to hear bands, you know, uh, tell me that they saw their sales go up or that people came to see them because they heard them on the podcast. That's great. That's a good feeling. And then um, helping out other people. The Meltdown show got picked up. Meltdown show got picked up for a little eight ep run on Comedy Central. We say ep. Mm-hmm. Um, also got picked up. It's going to be at Nerd Melt for another year. Yeah, yeah. We don't, we're not getting kicked out yet. Um, but uh, yeah, so we have uh, we're going to do eight episodes. That's going to be fun. Going to have a, uh, a lot of good shows there, and that's that's nice. You know, it's, that's just a, it's weird because it's a you, know, you work really hard to try and get a show on the air, and then. Uh, you think it's going to take over your life when it happens, and then, uh, and then it just this is really they're just going to be shooting what I do on Wednesday nights anyway. It doesn't. It's not going to get in the way of anything. So, what do you feel like? Um, what do you feel like happened this year that you, you know, any kind of crappy stuff that happened or anything you felt like? Oh, I want to try to do better next time or anything. Anyway. I want to. Um, I want to take more. I want to take uh, auditions a little more seriously. I started to this year. You know, I started working with Pat Healy a lot. Uh, He's a really good actor, a friend of mine, and you know, sitting down with him and really actually, you know, respecting the process of auditioning as opposed to just go, getting the sides and going, okay, I got this, and then going in. Uh, um, I said this year that I would, you know, take acting classes, and I didn't. And uh, I want to make sure to just kind of instead of talking about stuff, talking about the grand ideas of what I want to do, and just you know, hunker down and do them. And that's because that's the thing that um, actually I heard. Dan Harmon say probably like ten years ago or something like that, where he says uh, you should when you have an idea you shouldn't talk about it too much because you're going to get the same kind of uh, same gratification as if you did it. And because, then you've tricked your brain into thinking you did it, and then you don't do it. Yeah, it's just like hey, I got this idea where I'm going to do this, and I'm like, oh, that's so cool. You go, yeah, it is. Hey, hey I'm going to do this thing where I'm going to do. This. Like, oh, it's so cool. Yeah, it is. You mm-hmm. know, so it's a, you get that same endorphin rush of doing something creative without having to actually ever do anything at all. And so that's that's I'm real guilty of that and this year for sure, and so that's that's the thing I'm going to work on next year. Is, but you uh, started exercising and you stuck with it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very, that's been very nice. I like that feeling good. Didn't help me from not falling down the other day. You fell down, slipped and fell on steps and landed on my tailbone, and I'm still limping. And Ooh. yeah, it's real bad. It hurts. You bruise the coccyx. Yep, bruise the coccyx. Uh, wake up, it's throbbing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robin Toxics. <laughs> oh, what are you, Chris? Fucking hard work. You come no, 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 no. That was, no, no. It's actually it hurts. It's like it's throbbing. And, and also, uh, oh, so in making fun of you, I did what I always do. <laughs> yeah, which is that uh, was interesting. <laughs> okay, good. That that happened. <laughs> I see. Oh, I can't go for two minutes without. <laughs> I am the worst uh, person. Aren't I no, no, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! I'm the worst. Hey, 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 ladies, you're both the worst. Hey, thanks, Jonah. Uh, yeah, but that's, uh, th- this year is, um, you know, it's, it's a, uh, a process of, uh, you know, trying to, and it's, it's so hard to say it without sounding real pretentious, but trying to kind of a, achieve a, a Zen, you know, uh, uh, mentality of just, um, cause it's, you know, I was, I felt real guilty for so long when, you know, you see someone, uh, that's kind of a contemporary of yours get something and then it makes you angry it shouldn't make you angry it should make you excited that people are doing well and people are you know succeeding in what they want to do and it's uh it, that stuff can get in the way and you can you don't have to uh quantify your life and successes in it 
based off of other people's things, you know, because then what a success, it's all perspective and all that stuff. So to say that this guy is more successful than this person, you know, that's, it's all really perspective. And if you just kind of keep your eyes on your own paper, these are all the things that I was like, uh, we're working on this year. Yeah. Like these ideas of just, um, why should I have, you know, make myself feel or have someone make me feel that I'm not as successful as someone else just because, you know, I have less Twitter followers or I do well, less shows. It, or I it, get it less is dangerous. Flat. It is dangerous to fall into. And I've really started to appreciate the idea of qualitative versus quantitative success. Yeah. Like the idea being that um, ultimately the goal is to be happy. And sometimes we feel like, well, there are things that will get me that happiness and it's out there in the future in another time mm-hmm. rather than what you're saying about the Zen thing of just being happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes that isn't about, you know, some physical thing that says, aha, because the those achievements really only the, – the happiness and those achievements last for a second. It's basically like a um, – it's just like going over the top of a roller coaster. You're like, oh, I got it. Oh, and now I'm on another journey. So like, yeah, you really yeah, yeah. do have to just figure out how to just be happy and how to appreciate the – and this is even more pretentious, like appreciate the journey. But really, that's really what well, it is. That's, 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 that's all there is. You know, getting one thing isn't going to, like I said, last the rest of your life. It's just going to be another notch in something. You know, it, if you think about, you know, um, if you had a show on TV – at that moment, it's pretty big deal. But there's going to be a time in your life where you didn't, you haven't had a show in 30 years. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it works. That's the way you know. Are you going to say that that person isn't successful anymore? Right. You can't because they're still just they're doing what they're doing. Right. And it has nothing to do with you know you and your perception of what is you know when you hear about like when this is the thing that happens a lot when I every once in a while I'll say I was listening to like this band or I went to go see this band play and people go they are still around. It's like, no, once you stopped paying attention, they disappeared <laughs> and they stopped making music because it wasn't for you anymore. And that's a real, you know, narrow minded. Yeah, we've way got we've gotten that with like with some of the, sometimes we'll have a guest, you know, sometimes when we have a guest in the podcast that did you know, that like was more public before and they were like, What's that guy doing? Would he give up? Like, no, no, he did a lot of accomplished a lot of stuff behind the scenes that you didn't see. Yeah. And so you're you're a cock. Yeah, not everything <laughs> is for everybody. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. And yeah, but I it is it is uh especially in this business, it's it's very wonky to define success. It's not it, it, there just aren't really clear rules and so we hook into we hook into stupid things like you know, just these weird quantitative. You know, well, yeah. is this on a thing? It just, be, but we're we're just trying to find like mile markers along the way for: Am I achieving the things that I want? Am I real? But it really, at the at the end of the day, you have to ask yourself: Am I happy? And I think it's even okay to, if you've been in pursuit of something for a long time, it can be it can be really cathartic to have a moment where you go. Do I even still want that thing? Yeah. Is yeah, that yeah. still making me happy or am I just caught up in the pattern of thinking yeah. that that's going to make me happy? And then you might go, it's not. I've changed. I, it's just part of this journey. I've changed. And, and, it's that, okay. and that's okay. It's okay. Because the I goal is really to be happy. I still really want a 12-string left-handed Rickenbacker. You can that's still true. have a 12-string yeah, yeah. left-handed Rickenbacker. Yeah. Still looking. <laughs> but that's you know that's exactly it is just uh, you know you can change and you can – you know. See yourself ten years ago, going. This is what I want, and this is you know, and this is what I how I want to do it. And then you can get to uh, a place nearby and go. Oh wait, now that I've had this perspective, you know, I want to get to the top of that mountain. I'm going to go this way. And when you're halfway up, you're like, I don't know if I want to go to the top of the mountain because like the 
edge of the mountain over here seems really rad too. Yeah. You know, and it, I think actually kind of after having climbed all that way, I like the way this is over here. Yeah. The top is just a peak. And goals aren't necessarily, it really, like the idea of achieving them isn't, I don't think is really the, that's a very result oriented version of what success can be and it they really should just sort of be like oh i'll just go that's just a flag in that direction i'll go in that direction yeah but you should be flexible to you know along the way adapt and evolve and well just the idea of someone you know someone starting a shop they have a store and they sell stuff and uh and then the person next to them has a shop too and then they kind of get bigger and bigger and then they become target or something like that it's like it's in the guy that next to them that started the shop too just still making a living still has a shop still makes a living off of the thing they set out to do but someone's going to go well you're not a su- you're not successful because compared to target you're not anything at all yeah the whole idea of you're not you're you're, di- you're if you're not growing you're dying right you know and that's everyone's dying oh yeah what's it there's there's this, some sort of a story or parable about the guy in the fishing village and then you know a foreigner comes in and he's like hey you know, all this stuff you do here is really great. You know, I can help you grow this into a business. You know, I call these. I can help you grow this into a business. And then the fisherman's like, well, then what happens? Well, then you can open all these stores and then you could, you know, and he's like, and then what happens? Then you start to make a lot of money and then you could, you know, open stores all over the world. Then you could be, a- and then what happens? Well, then you could be a tycoon. You could rule all this. And then what happens? Well, then you'd have time to like relax and fish. And he's like, eh, yeah, I'm doing that now. I'm already doing that yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I butchered that story, but that's ultimately the message. Yeah. That's ultimately the message. Yes. Things, things don't bring you, things don't fill the hole. No. You have to fill the hole or you have to figure out how to fill the hole. And things can be nice, but they're not everything. Yeah. They're not, they're just not everything. Yeah. There's no, there's, there's no end game. No. There's nothing, there's, you're not going to get to a point and you might get to a point where you're like, I did it. And then you're going to realize that you still are going to be alive for another 30, 40 years. Right. Hopefully, then, if you're, yeah. hopefully yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully. I mean, depending on when you become become successful. Like, imagine guys that we know that, you know, like, like even like, it's like, you know, you popped off real young. And then it just, uh, and then you've like handled just like sustaining a career for a long time very well. But think about the guys that haven't. There was a lot of falling down there. Like, I. I but it's kind of crazy because there's that feeling of people. It's like, well, it's like, well you popped off. Now you got to keep it up. Well, I just I didn't know what I was doing when it. I just got lucky the first time. Yeah, you know, and then I kind of didn't know, and I'm like, oh, it's not easy to, to get this. This was sort of a fluke that happened, and so then it's then and after a while, I had to actually form a plan and try yeah. and take care of myself and do all the and do all that shit. And it's still, yeah. you know, as much as um as as much as the things that I look around now and I go, oh, I think I'm pretty much achieving most of the things that I really all set out to do, but at the same time, I don't feel like those things fixed me. I still feel like I have the same problems yeah. that I had before and sometimes you know, and a lot of times I'm more stressed. Chloe would tell you that, you know, all day long I'm super I mean I, I, I'm sort of the there is this kind of interesting dichotomy between or duality dichotomy of you know all day i'm expending all this energy and i'm very upbeat and i try to be positive and i try to be celebratory and i'm the guy who's excited about everything yeah thanks to the internet uh <laughs> for reminding me that and then uh and i but i really am 
And then I come home, and then I just sort of like my energy is sort of shuts down, and I can be kind of cranky and sort of like yeah. Uh. And I've seen I like you know we've known each other for a long time. I've seen you in those times where you know we're chatting, we're recording a podcast, we're real chatty and goofing off, and then we're done. I'll go to the bathroom and be like, "All right, see you later, Chris." And you'd be like, "Yeah, yeah." Yeah, it's, it's just because like, you like it's, it's the all, energy, yeah. just like oh, the energy. The and you energy hear about it all those. Down. You hear about that with all those, like you know, like Johnny Carson. You just, you just if he wasn't on camera, he just didn't give a shit. But I do give a shit. I just my energy just goes away. But my, I mean, he was doing it for a really long time, <laughs> and so I'd imagine that, that really. I think for me, and I don't think one is any more real than the other. I think they're just both different sides of the same coin. Yeah. It's not, nothing, you know, it's a, there's always a bunch of different stuff. You know, when someone's, you know, like, it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to be sad. I don't want to be uncomfortable. It's like, that's yeah, part of it because without that, then you don't have, you know, the happiness or the excitement. Well, the, di- you know, my dad dying just made everything so which, much clearer. Which list of this is your, is it on? Oh, are we off my list now, Chris? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it's just it's complete assholes. Just... <laughs> Wait your turn. <laughs> I get it. He's dead. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> But it did offer it did give me a lot of clarity about that that sort of that sort of stuff. I bet. I bet, you know. But I I really do. I think in in 2014 I want to be less It's not that I'm I I just think I get irritable just because, you know, again, just expending energy energy all day and then by the end you just sort of feel a little raw like ah, I have just all this energy and then yeah. you know, but I I someone told me something interesting about relationships where they said don't expect your partner to you know it's not really their job to make you feel better every day like you shouldn't you shouldn't task them with well i don't feel good so fix me today like every once in a while that's fine i mean that's a relationship but it certainly shouldn't be every single day you know of like well i'm i'm you cheer cheer me up you know it shouldn't shouldn't be like that at all well there's a thing i i I was telling you about this Uh, i think there's a a certain way to be uh, a good partner in a relationship is to uh, always act like you're in a little bit of trouble. Just have I that. love that quote. Yeah, just always act like you're in a little bit of trouble. So you're gonna go like, oh, I better get them flowers, or I better say nice things about them, or I better just like, yeah. And you're not in trouble, but Be- you're just act like you're in a little bit of trouble. Because what? Because what can be really fucked up is that you spend all day at work or wherever, like trying to make sure that everyone in those scenarios is happy and feels good, and so why should you not spend the same amount of energy on your partner yeah who who really actually deserves it more than anyone else yes precisely you know why should you not what should i come over here because i'm just sitting right here oh do you want to sure if you guys chloe i'm doing a podcast god damn it his dad died (laughs) yeah no sit down all right that was joke anger by the way it wasn't real anger oh oh i can't tell the difference stop shivering (laughs) sorry Um, you've gotten... Chloe's a wildcat. She doesn't take shit. I know, I don't. Um, but you've gotten a lot better, actually. You've gotten a lot better this year. I don't know how to do these headphones. Well, they go in your ears. Oh, yeah, and you don't fuck them. You, you don't fuck headphones. You just listen. <laughs> I don't just know how listen. to do these headphones. Just, uh, okay. just listen. All right. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, no, you've gotten a lot better. You were a lot more cranky, I think, last year. And then you have definitely put in a lot more effort. And, like, you bring me flowers sometimes. Like, mm. yeah, you, you, you've definitely changed. It's good to hear all the things I was doing wrong. <laughs> I told you. I told you my. I know you did. There was a very strange. It was a very strange year. But it, but but in general. But in general, I feel like um, you know your your partner is there to like they shouldn't just be there for you. And I think sometimes when you're focused, you know, someone like me, I I you know I can be focused all day on other th- other people or myself or whatever. 
and then it's very important to come home and focus on your partner. Like they they had a day too. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it just wasn't just your day. But I think that's part of being you're an only child too. I am. And I'm an only child and but you have you both you both have siblings, so it's yeah. very hard sometimes unless there's a big age difference and you were kind of raised like an only child, it can be very hard sometimes. I was. I had some magical years. <laughs> so, so you, so you were sort of raised like lunch. It's gonna be very difficult to realize, like, oh, there are other people here, and it's not just, and it's not just about me. Yeah. Well, we both did that. I mean, I felt that way too. But I think that we've sort of, after about a year, I think we've we've been together for what, like two and a half years. Oh, yeah, a little over two years. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I think we've sort of figured it out. I think we've gotten better about it, and. I don't know. It's uh, we've worked together on it. I think and it is a process. I mean, it, it is, is. It is just. It, it's never going to end. Right. You know. Just, right. There's always going to be something else. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> like you know, there's because there's things you don't even know about. Your, it's like in five years, it's like you're going to start doing something, and it's like you don't you do that. And you're like, yeah, I do that now because I'm a person <laughs> on my own, and I right. grew. Yeah. And, you know, and it's my cells have changed. I've become a different person. And it's never. You know, I I I feel like it's you know. It's not like I would come home and be like, God damn it, Chloe, what the fuck? Are you? It's no. just more like I just, I, I, sometimes I can come home and just be tired and sort of irritable and just get kind of like, ugh, oh, what? No, you were never like super mean, but you would get irritated just a like, lot. Just like, ugh, yeah. what? I, I, got, yeah. I was afraid to ask you the same question several times because repetition like bothers you. So yeah. I'd be like. Same here. <laughs> Does it? Yeah, yeah I, I have a hard time answering the same question more than twice. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've hung, up, I've hung up on my mom before. So I'll be like, hey, Chris, did you do this? And he'll yeah, be like, I'm like, well, what? I said I did that, do it. Yeah, yeah and that's yeah. like, like that's, instantly that, right that, into that. that, that yeah. that's, what, that's what happens. That's what happens with that. But I feel like it's, it's you know, when you do realize that it's not, when you do realize that it, Oh, no, you've you you gotten you. so much better about it. Like, you I'm shut your fucking mouth. I'm sorry. You shut your fucking mouth. But do you, either of you gentlemen who are in the same line, I suppose Chloe too, when you come home, does your does your brain ever just feel like you're fucking just shut down? Yeah, my brain, my brain, brain can, always... my brain can feel like mush, which is why it. I think in those moments it's important to establish a shorthand or something in, where you can say like, you know, look, I might come home some days and my brain might be fried. Yeah. It's not you. Right. It's me sort of processing I, the yes. day. I and learned please that. Please forgive, yeah. forgive me if I'm not awesome at communicating. And it's important to say that, too, or let the person know, because I'm the kind of guy, if, you know, if Dee's upset, um, I'll almost pretty much know for a fact that it's because she's really busy at work and it was a shade at work. Yeah. But she'll be like, I don't care. And I'll be like, what did I do? Right. And, and you, you want to just take it all on. Yeah, and then you just like, what's wrong? You know, it's like you, you have to, you know, it's the partners have to be, you know, hey, it's not you. It's just I'm kind of fucked up with work right now. Or and the other person's like, I'm not going to take that as a attack towards me. I'm just going to do what I can to make you have a better day from here Well, that's on why out. it's important that you can have those moments like where you go, like my brain's fried. I just don't really, I, I just need to kind of just stare at the wall for a little bit. Yeah. Is you do then um, later on, you should try to make up for it and go like, hey, now let's spend some quality time together, or now let's yeah. do this, or let's go somewhere this weekend, uh, or let's go. And girls usually <laughs> wait till right when you're about to go to bed. Am I right? Fellas? Never have conversations when you're never. <laughs> the worst arguments we've ever gotten in were like, it's one o'clock in the morning, and we start talking, and I think we both kind of feel like we really probably shouldn't be talking about things this. right now because you're. Because you're half awake and yeah, you don't yeah. know what do you're you, saying. And how you're... do I deal with problems when it's late at night? Well, we're both we we have the we have the opposite 
uh, way of dealing with things, which is I will talk everything to death. And the more you talk with Chloe, the more she shuts down because she's like, I don't want to deal with this anymore. That's and the more deep. she shuts down, I'm like, please, like reaching, why don't we talk? Why don't she's like, D&I. it's not yeah. helping. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's not it's helping. It's the worst. I, I, I know I'm doing it too. At one point, I will just fall asleep. She'll just fall asleep. <laughs> and then and then the next day, <laughs> and the next day she'll be like, what did we talk about last night? And I'm like, but we, you were, and she was like, I, I know, but I was tired. I couldn't go to bed for hours yeah. after that. Yeah, that's <laughs> just there. I'll just, <laughs> I'll just spend all night just replaying it a million different yeah. ways. What could I have said? What should I say tomorrow? How do I feel? Yeah, What's yeah. going on? And but, then, uh, hey, good morning. You're like, but <laughs> don't you know what happened? Is to my it? Friend? Is it really? Yeah, that was like you know, I, I had an ex girlfriend when we lived together. It was a, uh, it's it was this weird thing where I'd wake up and I was I'd be like, oh, she's mad at me, and she usually was. For some, she would just like wake up and be mad at me, and then that took a long time to shake off with D. Where I I wake up and I'm like. Good morning, and she's like, "Good morning," and I give you a hug. I'm like, "Oh, that's right, she's not a demon." <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, "Jonah, you wince a lot. What are you talking about?" <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, but I, I, I definitely feel like, uh, you know, it's also identifying why, you know, I, why the altercations happen. It's like because at a certain point, they're not really about the thing that no. in the beginning anyway. Then it's just more about egos and like, well, you said this, but you said this, but you said this this way, but you did this this way, and then it's like. And then I think it's really important to stop and go, what is what is what are we really trying to accomplish here? Do we not wanna like we're on the same side? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't yeah. we wanna be getting along? Let's just yeah, yeah, yeah. you well, know sometimes I just need to walk away from it just to like calm down. And then you're like, no, don't walk away. Don't walk away. Yeah, yeah. Like, D does that. She'll just go in the other room. I'm but you know like, what I found? It works. It does. Yeah. It totally just does. Let it, let it go. Just 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 let it go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just just let it go for a half hour until all of the lizard brain stuff like bubbles back down and then you're like, oh, I feel rational and reasonable again and this was dumb and I'm sorry and I'm a cock and I love you. And <laughs> use this podcast like a year ago. <laughs> no, you'll do better the next time. Ugh. You will. You'll do better the next time. Mm-hmm. My problem is I don't. When I, He's go, when, I, when I get home, I don't talk. I don't like to talk. But, sh- you know, you'll find somebody that knows that you don't talk well, you when might, you get home. Yeah, you, you, might, you might find someone that that whose behavior will sort of complement that mm. and then you'll find ways to you know i think about like dna i think about those uh those like hypnotizing balls you know the little k- 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 you know yeah. those uh but it's funny cuz like we'll for sometimes we'll just be swinging the same way well in uh, it totally works but sometimes this stuff gets off sync mm-hmm. and so sometimes when i need support she'll support me and then other times when she needs support i'll support her and then every once in a while we both need support at the same time and we just clack right in the middle and it's just like so i, I need you right now more than you need me and then that's when fights start well that's a great little metaphor by the I, way I, I, yeah, yeah it's great i always think of it as i think i think of the same metaphor but for me it's windshield wipers in the song on the radio oh <laughs> yeah yeah they'll catch sync and then they'll go out of sync and then they'll catch sync again mine yeah, it's yeah. those pins that you put your hand in and make an imprint oh I haven't figured out what the analogy is, but, but they're that's, fun. Those are awesome. That's, that's my. Fun. It's like that's watching fun. a screensaver hit the corner. Yeah. <laughs> it's also very telling that Matt couldn't think of an analogy for a relationship in that moment. <laughs> so he picked a thing that you do alone. <laughs> uh, I don't want you to be sad, Maddie. I love you. That's uh, no, fine. So, so quickly, um, so accomplishments this year. Did a ton of great fun podcasts. I really feel like as a podcast, we've we've calmed down a lot. I know in the beginning, you know, I, I feel like a lot of times the shit that we get called mm. out for are things that happen in the first, like in the beginning of the podcast of just like, 
oh, we're super ass kissy or we're super like, oh, we're so. And I feel like this. I never was. No, you weren't. Uh, quite the opposite. Yep. I feel like uh, in the last year, though, we've really sort of calmed down and gotten more comfortable. I think that just comes with being comfortable. Yeah. Um, so I think that's good. We've do, we did a lot of great podcasts. We did the Nerdist TV show, which I was really excited and it's proud f- of. Yeah, favorite stuff, yeah. We did um, uh, Comic-Con was really fun this year. Nerdist did, went through some transitional things. Still um, going. Still going, yeah. We're still transitioning. Uh, the, uh, Without a movie? That was well, we, was... we helped distribute a movie, yeah, we, yeah, which was, you found. I was very that, that was really cool. Which cool I feeling. adore. Why wasn't that on yeah. your list? charisma? What? Why wasn't that on your list of accomplishments? Oh, I don't know, because I was I was just talking about personal stuff that actually means something. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so there was that. Um... Back to your work stuff, though. Yeah, this work <laughs> stuff. Well, I'm gonna get to the personal. Stuff. Well, we were just talking about the personal stuff. Um, it's the... okay, Chris. What? So Fuck you. <laughs> you. Can I just tell you a quick side story, please? Dick, 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 dick. I. <laughs> <laughs> Points. Um, oh, oh no! It's my catchphrase now. It's my catchphrase now. Do that. It's my catchphrase now. You can do that in our office. You know when? Uh, you know, Mad Chloe would be like after a sexual encounter. I was like. Oh my God. <laughs> she would fucking punch me in the chest. All right, no, okay. I was kidding. I, I said that to be purposely annoying. I know, I know. So I did Jimmy Pardo's podcast today, and then I I stopped at uh I stopped at the Starbucks on um on Ventura and um Coldwater, like right across from Sportsman's Lodge, and so uh I had a I had a coupon for a free drink that I had gotten at another Starbucks, and the story was that now I'm gonna lose all. Uh, I'm going to lose all universe credit for doing this because I have to tell the story to explain what happened. Oh. But I was at the farmer's market near the Grove. Yeah. And I was waiting and I saw a homeless gentleman come in and he stuffed a bunch of food in his jacket and walked out. And as he was walking out, we made eye contact and he kind of froze. But I didn't call him out on it. Yeah. And so as soon as I he was far enough away that they couldn't catch him, I said to the guy at the cash register, I was like, look... Homeless guy just came in. He took a bunch of food. I can't just pay for it because I don't want the guy to get in trouble. It's you know whatever. Yeah, because there were cameras or something like that. Yeah, well, I just yeah, I just figured like you know we'll just. And the guy was like, "Oh, you know what? It's fine. Like we can just write it off. It's totally fine." And I'm like, "Great. Okay, good. Everything's right. Everything's good." So I'm leaving. The guy runs out and he was like, "Hey, man, here's a you know he gave me a coupon for a free drink. He's like, you didn't have to do that. And Merry Christmas and run. I'm like, oh, this is so nice. So it was a it was a nice moment, and so I I had the coop I had the little drink coupon for like a week in my jacket, so it got all beat up. So today I was like, oh, this is the jacket I was wearing. Hey, I have this. So I went to Starbucks and I I go, I'll have a tall chai latte, please. And I gave it to the girl, and she was like, um, I, I'm sorry, this this I think this is fake. And I was like, what? She goes, oh yeah, I think it's fake. Um, I'll go talk to the manager to see if it's okay to take this. And I was like, I don't uh. And I get really anxious if if someone's like if yeah, I you feel don't like, need to finish that sentence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can just say I get really anxious. I'm yeah. Chris Hardwick. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially like if someone because I'm a pretty honest. I'm pretty honest. Yeah. And I'm a pretty fa- I'm a pretty you know fair. St- so if someone calls into question that, which I prize, then I kind of get like what? I what you know like I get flustered. My life. I get flustered. Yeah. But I didn't. I didn't say anything. Like I didn't get mad at her. I was just like, "Oh!" But I just started to get really like flustered. Yeah. And she came back, and so of course I felt like, "Well, I have to justify." It. She was. She was like, "Okay, well, the manager said we can take it," not acknowledging that it wasn't fake, but just sort of like, "We'll let it slide this time." Yeah. And I was like, "No, I 
was at the Grove in a home. I told her this whole story oh. because oh, I was no. flustered. And I was like, and then the guy gave it to me because I thought, you know. And she was like, oh, that was very nice of you. Like, just kind of snotty oh, like yeah. that. And so now I feel like a dickhead because I've given them this thing. And also because I've just told this story, which I feel like makes it sound incredibly yeah, yeah. douchey and almost negates the action itself. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know why I said that. I was just trying to like, no, I'm telling you how I got uh, this so you know that this is a real thing. And I just left feeling like a, a com- like yeah. a complete asshole. But not before like showing her that you're tipping her five dollars. <laughs> just uh, you turned around right. No, before no, no. I she was... was off with me. I didn't tip her anything. <laughs> <laughs> Happy holiday. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So that I was I was that was just that moan of just like being really like flustered. But I I'm yeah. honest. Yeah. So. Uh, so, uh, At Midnight happened this year, which is very good. Uh, what? This is the story where we were before. Well, I don't remember how that came up. Like, where Oh, um, yeah, I don't remember either. It doesn't matter. We Someone listening story, remembers. I, guess. I was getting to the, I don't know, you said something about tell, about being honest about something or telling the truth. Doesn't doesn't matter. Nope. Conversation Sorry, continue. flowed. Continue. No, no, no. My, right. my bad. That's All my right. bad. That's Sorry, fine. Guys. Um, it's a fun exercise to try and remember, but whatever. <laughs> we will never do it. We'll never remember. In short, work-wise, up to this point, this is probably the best work year that I've ever had. And some of the most devastating things personally happened this year. So it was kind of a... I mean, we haven't done a hostful since the, my dad's funeral. And I'm not going to keep... Before that. I'm not going to keep talking about it on the podcast because I know it, bum, it bumps people out. But I, but I do... I think it's important to talk about a little bit, which was, um, you know, he, my dad just basically dropped dead. Like I had talked to him the day before we had a really great conversation at midnight. got picked up on a Thursday on Friday. I called him and we talked about it cause he was very invested. He, he loved talking about, like he loved, stuff. yeah, yeah. He just yeah, loved yeah, it. Yeah, and he also, man. he would get really cranky when I wouldn't tell him stuff. Why didn't you tell me you're on? I'm like, because <laughs> it's annoying for me to call every time and be like, I want to be on this. And I don't, yeah. I just, I feel obnoxious doing that. And he's like, no, no, it really makes me happy. So I'm like, okay. So he was very invested in the whole process and, you know, both my parents. And so uh, we had a really great conversation on Friday, the day after we wrapped and the show got picked up and he was super excited. And my parents had just started talking again this year, which is the story I told months ago. And we were going to go spend Christmas in Memphis with my Um. dad. And so it was going to be this big thing. And so uh, we had a great, great conversation. Love you. Love you too. You know. And then, um, and then that night, I took my mom to the UCLA football game because uh, Legendary has a little box there. Oh, fun! And so they were like, "Oh, if you want," and so my mom loves football. Yeah, loves UCLA well, football. Loves UCLA football. Yeah. So we went, and I texted a picture of the back of my mom's head in the football field to my dad, and I said, uh, "What the fuck am I doing here?" <laughs> and my dad, it just it was so odd how he. I don't know. He was just creepily peaceful. And he wrote back and he said something like, um, he said something like, you know, look at the smile on your mother's face. That's why you're there. And I was like, I know I was kidding. I was being a dick. I go, yeah, I know. I'm really happy to be here. And he, and you know, he was like, Oh, good for you. Or it was basically just kind of like, uh, Oh, you're doing it right. Kind of thing. And that was the last communication we had. Then the next morning I was at Chloe's and I woke up and it was just like, I turned my phone on out of airplane mode and just just like every family member yeah. call call ASAP call ASAP and I bolted out of bed and Chloe was like what and I go I don't know but I know it's bad so I ran into the other that room that was the first time that that was actually right you're usually like ready to like oh no it's gonna be the worst thing <laughs> let's catastrophize yeah, yeah 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 
So I, my mom was one of the people who texted me. And the fact that she was even involved in this was still very new. Yeah. So I call my mom and she says, she says, honey, your dad had a heart attack. And I'm like, oh my God, thinking it's, I got to go to, you know, Florida or Memphis or wherever. Yeah. I, I think he was in Florida on his way to Memphis. I go, oh my God, I'm going to have to book flights. And she goes, and I, I just didn't expect her to go and he didn't make it. And I was like, he, what? Yeah. And so I go, I can't, I just can't talk. I'll, I'll call you back. And then from the other room, Chloe's like, what is it? What is it? And I'm just like, my dad died. Like, I can't even, I couldn't even. It was very calm. Mm. It was just, you're, it was just reacting. Like, you sounded like you were in shock. Well, one thing that I've realized about myself is that I don't freak out about really big things. I freak out about the dumbest things in the world. The fucking Wi-Fi. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your dad died. Okay. But I, this is a real Starbucks coupon for a drink. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he came all the way up from Los Angeles for this croissant. Can <laughs> <laughs> you please stop using that example? It's but it's a, the it's best just, example we've ever seen. No. It's just a reference point. Okay, good. Um, so, yeah, so that was, that was that. And it was a very strange... We went to Memphis for the funeral, and they we had an open casket, which I didn't... I was against, but I didn't, I, but I basically, we just let my stepmom decide. I'm like, well, you decide, yeah. you know, like, I think it's, I think it'd be fine for us. I think it's weird to have people seeing my dad dead in the coffin and just kind of casket. milling about yeah. in a casket, uh, just milling about. <laughs> He's in the biz. Yep. Uh, just sort of milling about. But, um, but we did. And it, it is really strange. And, and. I tried so hard, like I managed to really keep it together for the that week because everyone was just like losing it. Everyone was a wreck, and so although you know we they would have we would all have moments, but I just wanted to make sure like oh, I really want to like do a good job and make sure everyone feels okay as much as possible. But it is a very strange. Did you spend a lot of time just standing in the room like for open casket? Yeah, stuff? Uh, yeah. Well, what was always weird was the limo driving. I would drive the limo to the cemetery sometimes with the family in it, and that was always interesting put to hear their conversations. Yeah, There's that. no divider in a in a funeral home limo. Did it run the gamut of like this is the worst thing ever and like oh we have to blah blah blah? It ran the gamut of them talking about uh, people at the funeral and how shitty they are <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> to uh, a just crazy sadness. Like it, it was a, it was a very interesting. Uh, dichotomy so do you think yeah it's possible mm -hmm. because you are a caring sensitive person mm -hmm. do you think it's possible that you learn to just put your shields up when emotional things happen because most people if you're if you're like me i am very i'm an empath if someone else and that's been one of the things to get over in a relationship is if someone feels something you just like you just yeah. absorb and you're like, no, I feel this way. But the problem with that is then you're no good to anybody. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. then you both feel shitty. So in your case, do you think it's possible that you just learn to like zip, just like zip up tight? Yeah. And also sort of like help people. Like the hardest ones were always when we had to, when we would pick up somebody from the military off of a plane, they would come in off, of, usually off of like a Delta flight or something. And we'd have to go, we would drive onto the tarmac at Logan, but it would be the hearse. Yeah. And the limo. Mm -hmm. And the limo would have the immediate family of whoever's coming off that plane. Oh, no. And it would just be me with them. 
And once it was just me, uh, the kid's father, and the kid's wife. Oh. And that was just like, and that you know, you're just standing, you're just standing out there, and then well, you well, I had to go. You have to go help the honor guard get the casket into the hearse, and then you like look up, and you see at the terminal window, you see like a f- like families just watching this American flag casket oh, coming yeah. off the thing, and then uh, but that was one of those that particular family that was one of those times where i couldn't even imagine what they were going through so i just tried to like totally just change the subject yeah <laughs> like i you know and uh that was uh that was tough but like we got through and i you know made them laugh a little bit while they were there in a very weird way and it was very comforting to it, them it, it and is, it it is very comforting like... it is incredibly comforting to be able to yeah, because you need just, a little bit of a break from you have yes. to, yeah. Yeah. you have to. But it it still to me is very strange to have a bunch of people just looking at. I mean, he's just in a room, and he didn't. He wasn't ill. He looked just looked like he was sleeping yeah. because yeah. he died like that. So he wasn't. He wasn't super messed up. He just while. looked like he was sleeping. Yeah, yeah. And, and one, was... of, one of the kids was so fascinated with him too. He would just go go over and just start like touching mm-hmm. his hand. Yeah, one of my nephews was was really like he kept going up and then just like po- <laughs> poking, and I didn't, I'm like, oh, you know, he should. I don't know. Yeah. I felt like it was okay. Like yeah, you know, yeah. let him kind of try to understand. I mean, I, he's not. I don't think he's any older than like five years old. Yeah. yeah. So it was just like poke, and then he'd walk away, and then come back, and then just like touch. Yeah. Touch my dad's hand, little Dexter, and that was always the other. <laughs> the other interesting thing too mind. is like being the guy that like, like when when everybody's ready to do the procession. Did you guys do a procession to the cemetery from yeah. the funeral home? No, no, we didn't do a procession to the cemetery. We were it was all on the property. Okay, so we did. A, oh. There was a procession oh, yeah. from the from the service to the burial site. Yeah, well, we we way we would do it in Massachusetts unless it was a all in house situation. We would always do a procession to. Uh, the cemetery, which is like, you know, depending on where it was, like a couple of miles away or whatever. But, you know, you're getting everybody out into the cars or whatever, but then the, the tough thing was always sort of being the last guy that had to wait while the family was saying their goodbye goodbyes yeah. and being the guy that had to close the casket. <laughs> well, that's how we... And sometimes it would take, you know, much longer than it should have. Well, it takes a long time because you don't... So you're when you're in it, I like I was really nervous about going in, but then I went into the room, yeah. or, you know, which was a chapel. They'd cleared all the chairs and they put, and the coffin, the casket was in the corner. And then, you know, and then I saw him, and I'm like, oh, this is. I thought I was gonna not like it, but it was weirdly comforting. Yeah, because it's really, you know, it just, yeah, I don't know, it's just comforting. But then people are milling about, and it's just sort of like, a, oh, it's sort of an awkward, fam- a really awkward family <laughs> reunion. But you're talking to people, and you know, everyone says the same thing, and you know what they mean, and you try to, you know, you just sort of, you just get through it, and then. In the end, you're about to leave, and then your body, like your feet, stick in place because you're like, I can't yeah. leave yeah. now because this is the la- I can't. And we all of the all of my uh, my stepsisters and my brother Eddie, like we all kind of had that same thing. I was like, we can't. We're just gonna leave them, yeah. and so I was like, well, let's let's all close the casket together. So we did, and then we could, and then we were able to. Did mm. you do it right? No. <laughs> well, they re- I, did, I didn't. He didn't. He didn't put the furl in. I didn't put the furl in because then the one of the funeral directors came in and it was one of those like, who closed this casket? It was one of those. And I'm like, 
we did as a family. And she was like, oh. Like, it was a very... Uh, <laughs> and I was like, damn, kids. Because I'm, guess, I'm guessing you uh, had left the crucifix on the uh, on the lid as well. Well, there wasn't a crucifix on the oh, lid. Was there anything on the lid? No. Like flowers or anything mm-hmm. like that? Well, what was... <laughs> So uh, we buried my dad in a very, in a comfortable button down in jeans, sure. like an outfit that he was comfortable in. And then um, they had put these two beer cozies up because he fucking loved the beer cozies. Like he always had one in his back pocket. That's awesome. <laughs> he, like he would have one from the bowling center, like the All-Star Lanes one. Yeah. And yeah. they'd be out and, you know, if they were traveling abroad, someone would be like, the beer koozie culture is just not as prevalent in other parts of the country. Right. Yeah. But it is. It yeah. were, and it'd be like, oh, here, have one. Like, he just always had a fucking beer koozie, like, That's right awesome. there. By the way, it's great. They I don't know why sense. we don't use them they more make often. Sense. Keep the beer colder for longer, cold. and your hand doesn't get cold. Yeah. I could put it on a water or a club soda. But, um. But, hey, club soda. Hey, club soda. <laughs> But uh, your dad's looking down on you right now, just going. But what's strange is that soda. what is this kid? <laughs> what? You're a quitter, and you were always a quitter. <laughs> no, he never, he never thought that. But um, uh, we got back from the funeral, and then I had my Chloe threw me a birthday party the day after the funeral. Really great time. Man. It was a great party. <laughs> no, it was well, a fantastic party. I didn't want to cancel it because, like, the saddest thing coming no. home from a funeral yeah. is I didn't want to cancel it. birthday party. I didn't want to cancel it because I didn't. I I wanted to feel good. Yeah. And I didn't want that indelibly tied to my birthday, so that every time of year I'm like, oh yeah. I mean, it's gonna be sad anyway. Yeah. But I also, you know, my dad just because of the way he was, he would not. He he really wouldn't want. Like, he wanted, I know he would have wanted people to make a big deal about the fact that he loved the fact that a ton of people showed up. He would have loved, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think he would want every year to be like, oh, I yeah. can't get out of bed. Yeah. So, Chloe threw this amazing party, and then two days later, I went up at Hot Tub, and I just kind of started talking about it. And it was really scary and odd, and and but... It was so. It felt so nice to talk about it publicly because I'd written all this material about him anyway. But yeah. when he was alive, yeah. And so you know, just sort of talking about the death and the funeral, and you know, it's been, it's been really, it's been really interesting. That's it's been really interesting, and uh, but it really did change my perspective on a lot of things. And again, it was I, weird that you'd had so much material about that movie, Death at a Funeral. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to talk about. I'm not going to have Dead Dad talk all the time on the podcast. But it did. It still is only a month out. Yeah, you know, really. But la- but last year something else really crazy happened, which you guys don't even know about. And I feel like it's Im- I just feel like it's important to talk about. What were it. you going to name the baby? <laughs> <laughs> Chloe got pregnant. <laughs> I'm a genius. Wait, what? <laughs> Chloe got pregnant in February. Oh. Yep. And it didn't go well. <laughs> Obviously. So she'd be bigger. <laughs> Um, lactate. Do you want I me? Mean. To, do you want me to do it? Well, uh, all right. Okay, so I I, he, I got pregnant, nice. but it was hey buddy. I, no, no, no high fives. Hold yet. on, hold on, uh, hold on. So <laughs> wait, is it not yours? <laughs> what do you mean no high fives? Well, what happened was I was working my ass off on a show, and then I had um I had a period, mm. and it lasted about two weeks, uh, and so and normally, it was really more of an exclamation point. Yeah, and. <laughs> Come on, guys. What? What? Who's the... Johnny, you want to drive? That... Come back. <laughs> Saving that one since February. Yeah. Well, okay. So first of all, let's okay. back up a little bit. Chloe's doctor what told us... What sex? 
Chloe, Chloe's doctor had told her that uh, she couldn't get pregnant. Very unlikely. Right. Very, okay. very unlikely. Because and I hadn't had a period for about a year. Okay. And so awesome. I only yeah, it was great. And then I recently started getting the period again, and then suddenly like two week period. And so I thought like okay. I'm just, you know, regulating again. Chloe's the last person that will go to the doctor, by the way. I'm like, you should probably go to the doctor. And she was like, I'll be fine. Yeah. Like, after a, after a week, I was like, maybe you should go to your doctor. She was like, I'm fine. Oh, jeez. I went to the doctor because I was like, well, two weeks. It's kind of, maybe I shouldn't be doing yeah. that. So I went to and, the doctor. And again, even though I made a bad joke about it, it was like, it was an intense thing that was happening. Of course. Yeah. You really want to go into the details? Not in too much into detail. I think right. we can suggest the details. Yeah, sure. Okay. So I went to the doctor and my doctor Israeli is Israeli, so it's kind of hard to understand what he's saying, but we did like an is ultrasound. Is his name also Dr. Israeli? No, are you ready? <laughs> His name is Uzi. <laughs> my favorite name. Uzi. Um, so, so we go in and he's like, "Okay, it's very unlikely that you're pregnant, but you know, we'll do an ultrasound." And you know, he does he does an ultrasound, and there was a lot of blood, right? So, I didn't really understand what he was saying, mm-hmm. but essentially, what he was saying was, "Well, okay." So he said, "There's a small chance you're pregnant, but probably not happening." So I go home and he calls me and he goes. So, and I can't do the Israeli accent. Sure. It's adorable. But uh, he's like, so that 20% chance that you're pregnant is actually 100% chance. And he discussed it with me uh-huh. uh, that if I were pregnant, that I would probably have to go through surgery because it wouldn't have been a healthy. Right. So I realized later that the blood he was pointing out wasn't just like my lining. I was bleeding internally. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, it, was, it was basically. Oh, wait, I remember when it, you were in the hospital. It, yeah. was, it was an ectopic pregnancy, basically, yeah. which is where the it implants in the fallopian tube, which is not, which is not where it it's should. It's not supposed to be there. It's not uh. supposed to be there. So it's, it's life-threatening. Like, it can be very dangerous. Yeah. And so... Um, so this was all happening yes. while we taped three Nerdist television shows. Yeah. In the so talking so here's so here's so here's 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 what happened. So it's a Friday night, and I'm watching um, Don John, that Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie, before he came on, and it was a very big deal to even get a screener for it. Like yeah. a messenger had to come. I had to put it in a computer, and the a messenger, bike messenger. I don't know, some kind of messenger had to wait while I watch it so they could take it back. Like the the studio was very protective of it for some reason. So halfway into the movie. I know Chloe had gone to the doctor, and she calls me, and she's sobbing. And I'm like, oh, my God, what is it? I'm thinking it's cancer or something terrible. She's yeah. dying. That I don't know. And she was like, okay, okay, I'm pregnant. No, and wait, I, no, no. I said, let me finish. Right, first. right, right. I was like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Why are you crying? What's wrong? Please just get it out. Just tell me what yeah. it is. And uh, and so she says, uh, let me finish. Let me finish. I'm pregnant. And I was, and, and my first reaction was like, is that all? Like, at least I knew, yeah, like, yeah. okay, you're fine. And then she says, but it's ectopic and I'm going to have to go, you know, I'll probably have to go through surgery. It's my first surgery. I've never, I've never been to the hospital, really. So so. they were going to just keep an eye on it. So we were all at the Nerdist TV show the next day. And when I went away for lunch, I went to the hospital because they had to, they weren't sure. They thought it was going to be like a miscarriage, right? Because Uzi is kind of like a, um, I don't know, he's a Killing holistic. Machine? Yeah. Straight shooter. <laughs> he's like sort of a holistic doctor. So the doctors were like, oh, maybe, you know, maybe he's not. But it turns out it was an ectopic pregnancy. And they weren't un- entirely sure. So they were just going to open me up and... See what was inside. Yeah. Yeah. So I went to, so that's, so basically while we were shooting some of those episodes, I look really tired because, uh, and and I said like, do you want me to cancel the, I said, we'll just fucking cancel the shoot. And Chloe's like, don't, 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 don't do that. Please just, just go to work. Let's just, you know, we'll, nothing's going to happen this second. Just go to work. And, you know, her mom was with her and I was like, okay. So, uh, so that night um, or that day they said, 
you know what? It is ectopic. We're going to have to – we have to remove – we have to go through surgery. So Saturday night after we take on the shows, I go to Cedars and we I go – you know, she's in a room with her mom and basically I'm just there while she has the surgery. And it's, it's so fucking crazy because – I, I know on some level she's going to be okay. Yeah. But still, you're like, oh, go ahead with the knife. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, they go and put her in the room and they're prepping her. And the, <laughs> oh my God, they had to take out all of my piercings. She has all these piercings. <laughs> like, she has nipple piercings. Oh, well, all right, hold on. What? <laughs> all right. Okay. You're talking about a like, common pregnancy. But we don't have to talk about my nipple piercings. Well, I just the, kind of assumed when he said yeah. they, they had yeah, a bunch of piercings. Fine. Yeah, okay. All right. But the, wor- yeah. the worst part was that she, we couldn't, she couldn't get them out. <laughs> yeah. And so. Did you do it with your tongue? I <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> so basically, I had to <laughs> undo her piercings with like the nurses right there. Like, oh, so geez. what do you guys like to do? Like, it was such a weird. <laughs> yeah. I had to take my enough. nose piercing out. Oh, wow. So, we, so yeah. we got all that. We got all the piercings out. She went into surgery, and can we talk about that stuff that they put in you before you go into surgery? Which it's like the stuff the, you drink? No, they just they inject you with this happy stuff, and it's the best thing ever. I was sobbing because <laughs> oh, I was out. so yeah, scared, yeah. and then my tears just started going. I just started going. <laughs> this is great. Yeah. What is this? Drugs. So drugs are great. great. <laughs> it was good stuff. So we were there. What are those things called? Drugs. Yeah. yeah. So I went to dinner across the street at Jerry's Deli, which closed. It's closed, by now, the way. Yeah. Oh wow! You didn't enjoy the Ray Charles cafeteria? I did. Um, and so uh, I stayed all night. I stayed. I stayed. All, I stayed. Yeah, I spent so, five days with Kiki. I slept there for five days. Oh wow! In oh, October when she went in for surgery. Yeah. When she had her gallbladder out. Oh, that's right. right. Yeah. I was there for like three weeks once. <laughs> <laughs> well, the weird. The, well, part of the weird thing was not because I'm not that much of a monster. I didn't. Ladies. I didn't really want to talk about it. <laughs> I just didn't really want to talk about it. it felt very private. Yeah. Sure. And 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 I didn't. And I, I just didn't. So it was very odd to be like in the cafeteria and some guy was like, "Hey, Talking Dead, what are you doing here?" And I'm uh, like, "Oh, my girlfriend's having a my girlfriend pussy bleeding." <laughs> Bruce, it's <laughs> not Bruce. <laughs> well, I don't know what he sounds like when he's sad. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. You know, we, she was in surgery until about eleven. I mean, she was in surgery. It was it was it was a, it was a handful of hours. Yeah. Just kind of like, all right. You know, I called Mike Furman and I told I just he, we just talked for a while, which was really nice. And, and but I didn't really tell anyone else. And so because I didn't want to, I didn't want to freak anyone out. I didn't want anyone, you know, like descending on Chloe. Like, are you okay? Is because that can when you're going through something that can be kind of a yeah yeah. You know, that can be kind of a like okay, just give me. The, and so. Uh, and so finally the surgery ended, the doctor came out and he basically just showed all these pictures like, hey, you want to see your girlfriend's insides? Okay, take it down a notch from there. Oh, wow. <laughs> but he showed me all these pictures like, hey, here's a fallopian tube here. We didn't, you didn't, she didn't, a lot of times with an ectopic pregnancy, you can lose, a, like they'll have to. Oh, shit. But they, she didn't. And, uh, and um, uh, he was like, here's what we had to, you know. They this. did a great job. Like you can't even see the scars. I mean. Well, one of I them's embedded out. in a tattoo. That's true. But I lucked out. Like, I had a really decent experience. Do you think they aimed? Do you think they could have, like... Do you think they wanted to go, like, an inch over? They were like, well, let's just do it on the tattoo. <laughs> I don't know. They could have. Well, that's there, what I there's two. There's one on either side. But it was so, like, just sort of feeling, you know... Because you, you're having those moments of, like, oh, if everything's just okay, I'll be fine. Like, everything will be fine. You know, like, in my life, I'll just be happy. You know, that's all I want. It's, it's so funny yeah. how... 
you really can, everything else can seem so important. And then a moment you're like, I don't care. Let it all go up in flames. Just let this be okay. Aww, you know, just sweet. let this be okay. <laughs> and so I was sitting there with your mother. Even and the podcast. Waiting. Wow, Even the podcast. Another podcast. Nothing. We were just talking about something, Chloe. Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to do that. God, you know I hate repeating myself. Uh, As we learned in hour one of this podcast. Yeah. You know, yeah, this is going to be, this is this basically is, yeah. you made it weird territory. Yeah. Let's fucking do it. Let's break our own record. Um, I don't even know what Do you have to go? Is. No, no. It's just my brother's waiting. Oh, okay. For what? Oh, for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. Okay. No, well, no, no. We'll, we don't, I don't we'll want to wrap it up soon. soon. No, 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 no. Let's I don't want to be no, the one. Like... I, Matt's the one that brought up the time. I didn't mean nah, to. but you did say your brother fan. Okay. Um... <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> anyway, it wasn't like super serious. I mean, if I'd let it go, it could have gotten serious, but I totally lucked out. I wasn't sick. When you have ectopic pregnancies, you usually know it like hurts and you're throwing up. And I just lucked out the whole experience. Like, Cedars was wonderful. And I just thought it was the impo- doctor was great. I, and-, I, and I hadn't really, I didn't really want to talk about it because there are some things where I feel like, I don't know, that's kind of private, you know. But Chloe is very much. I don't much, give a shit. No. She wants it. it yeah. she, she felt it was important to talk about it, I guess, and let people know that you can that but you can get through But I wasn't pushing it. you. I wasn't, I wasn't like, oh, no, let's no, talk no, about no, it. No, 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 not at all. Yeah. Not at all. But you're like, oh, you should feel okay talking about it. Because you, you, your, your feeling was that. I think that, yeah. If that you it have can an, be helpful to people. If you have people, an experience, That it can be helpful to it. people to get through it if, yeah. they, if they have something similar. But it was really, really. The thing that Matt did with the joke before I told the story, we, we did that show. We did that show in Anaheim, and it was right after the surgery. And I go, "Oh, my girlfriend had to have a thing removed." For, and you go, "That's called a baby, Chris." Oh, and yeah. I was just like, "Oh, oh yeah, oh, no. nicely done, Jonah." Uh, it no, does no. sound like it's just his go-to. Uh, Could have been anything. You're welcome. No, but, it was you. You said that. Wait, I said that. Yes, you said it. You said that. Oh God, I'm brilliant. <laughs> You guys both made jokes. You're both psychic. You're both dickhead psychics. Why did we just high-five over this horrible situation? I know. But it really wasn't horrible, though, because, like, it could have been horrible. It could have been been so much worse. It was was nice. Tell that to baby Narnia. (laughs) Baby Narnia? I named it it for you. Name my baby Narnia. But I guess it just sort of in, encapsulating. And, what and did I, I name it? I, I sent you a text, or I, I said, don't remember. Oh, I'm, I want to find this. I, <sighs> now I have to find this. Keep gonna, let me just find. No, no, everybody, wait for a minute. Let me find a text find from eight uh, months ago yeah. <laughs> with the person I text the most. Yeah, yeah. No, it was, I actually sent it to my mom to tell him. Oh, okay. So all right, see. so that, that will take less time. Let's go through all the texts she sent me. But anyway, so please. It's not that uh, you know. It's. It's not that we're taking it like lightly, but it, at the same time, I think we just sort of feel like it's a relief. That could have been so yeah. much worse. And so there was just a very interesting arc of. I guess one of the other reasons I talk about it was there's a very interesting arc of life and death in 2013. Yeah, yeah, for me, which you know, it's like oh, on the one hand, you get all the stuff you want, but on the other hand, here are some of the worst things that can happen to people. Yeah, and how do you process that, and how do you deal with that, and and you know, I really. I've been sort of, you know, thinking like, should this be something that I talk about with comedy to a to help process it and b to help other people know that it's okay that they'll they go through the stuff but they can be okay like you can yeah. be okay or do you think that's weird and disrespectful? To, I think it's fine. 
to talk to talk about it like with comedy to like sort of you know I find think, kind of shared human experiences. I think yeah, that's my favorite no, kind. There's that's, no yeah. There's you're nothing be, off limits. It's all about your experience. And you're talking your about experience. your stuff. Yeah. I mean, you it's know, your experience. It's you know, Richard Pryor talked about his stuff, but people found a way to connect with. I it. I just wouldn't want people to ever think like, oh, he's being disrespectful about the fact that his girlfriend had to suffer through an ectopic pregnancy and his was, dad died. I was able to go back to work two days afterwards. By the way, yeah, so it's fine. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Night shoots for a week. But I also think that I've I've also learned something very important. Two, which is that you cannot escape emotional trauma. Even as much in the moment as I can hmm. keep it together and really focus and be strong for people when I need to be, it does catch up. Like it really, there are times, because it's all connected, and maybe this will be helpful for this guy over yeah, here. It'll come out in different ways. That the trauma comes out in different ways where just all of a sudden you just get really upset about something dumb because you feel sad about something and it just like it just carves a path right to the bigger like the sort of like the 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 oil uh well underneath that you don't see and it's just like you know so well that's yeah that's exactly what happened this weekend when i finally was like because we had you know we had gone to chicago minneapolis and seattle and then uh then the show started and then uh Craig, one of our writers, uh, has been staying with me, and he's gonna come back. But he's he and his wife are you know Christmasing right now, so they're away. But then Saturday morning, I sort of got up and I was alone in the house for the first time, and then I just sort of was like, "Oh, you here we are again." Ticking of the tick, you just hear, ding, honest to God, ding. I heard the ticking of my fucking watch <laughs> without that yap 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 going on from the lady. Am I right, fellas? <laughs> fellas, know what I'm talking about. Don't not react. It makes it seem worse. That it seems like it's a real thing. I said. No points. <laughs> I'm okay with him saying that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it hit me super hard this weekend, and then it's just been two days of sort of like not doing anything well sort of being by myself it's okay to feel like shit sometimes like that's that's okay i don't like it i, wish yeah, I, I know it sucks but do. that's okay and then because you know if you have kind of an obsessive brain which i feel like at least three quarters of us have um uh then you can sort of get to a point where you go oh well i feel this way right now i'm always going to feel this way and then you have to remember, like, no, you won't. You'll be okay. That's the other thing of going through a death or or this the pregnancy was, you know, oh, tomorrow I can feel okay, and then I might feel sad again tomorrow night, but then the next day I'll feel okay, yep. and it and it's all right. And you know, so I really have, I've really just come to appreciate <laughs> things that I think are more important than than just work. Yeah. <laughs> like like actual real human things instead yeah. of like, oh yeah, work's great and I super appreciate it and I'm, you know, it's going better than it's ever gone and I hope next year is bigger work-wise. But at the end of the day, it's not the most important thing in the world. Yeah. It's just not the most important. Not... I mean, it's important, but it's not the most important thing in but the world. But if you take work away, I have nothing. <laughs> oh, you have friends <laughs> that you don't call when you're in their neighborhood. Uh, I did yesterday. And uh, also, you have a wife and you know, a life that I don't want to bother. Anyway, how are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I, I used to feel that same way. I used to be really, really depressed and I would I was alone a lot. I mean, like, 
I, I don't want to be like the young girl who's like, oh, yeah, it gets better. But, like, it, it did get better for yeah, me. young girl, you're 25. You're a big girl now. <laughs> <laughs> why, why are you doing your secrets? Real proud of you. I'm like the youngest girl. Real proud of you. Don't talk over. Go, go clean your room. Oh, it's all right. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I know I'm the youngest girl at the table, but, I mean, I... <laughs> Jonah's the oldest girl at the table. Hey. <laughs> Dish. 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 But I mean, like I, I went through a lot of that, and I was like really, really depressed and felt really lonely. And how did you get through it? I just kept going, and then things happened, and then I, I kind of, I don't know. I kind of had to separate myself. Like it, when I moved, things would change and it would shake things up, and I kept moving places. And yeah. the more I moved, like if you really change your life, it kind of you can get a different perspective on things. And yeah. I got to move out of that fucking place. Yeah. I've I mean, like, that's... two girlfriends in there. <laughs> but you don't want to run away forever. No, it's not don't about I... running away. It's Wait. about shaking things up a little Should bit. Should I move you know halfway I mean? between here and Vegas? No, Baker? <laughs> move to Prim. <laughs> Guys, come to the outlets. We got great job. No, move to Baker. Move to one of those <laughs> Move to one of those trailers behind the great Greek. Uh, oh. the, mad, the mad Greek. The mad, the mad Greek. Greek. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. I should do that. Or not? I don't know. Anyway, the point is, I have to get out of that house. Yeah, you, I mean that helps. Which it I'm really does about help. Doing it can be by June. Yeah, I mean sometimes it's as simple as just doing that. Why, or that's funny, Jonah. Different <laughs> so far away. Well, I really got to get out. Of this place. I'm honestly, honestly, I'm just looking at our, our hiatus weeks for at midnight of like when I could possibly do that. There's one in March. There is one in March and one in April. The, the oh April, and then there's like two gonna, weeks in May June. You're gonna hire movers anyway. What's the difference? All right, big spender. <laughs> Yes. Spend a little time. So, um, ultimately, um, I don't know what... Ultimate Frisbee. Let's play some. I'm down. Good free association with those words, Matt. <laughs> I just wanted to hear Jonah say that one more time in 2013. Yeah. Big fan. Big fan. But 2013. Ulti- 13. 14. Uh, 69. <laughs> nope. Uh, I'm not as good as, it, as you are. Yeah. Ultimately, you're so much better at other things, <laughs> like forming relationships. <laughs> Jonah's good at that. He's good at that. It's nice. It's he good. is. It's Jonah's good everybody's to... friend. Jonah's a good guy. But it's ultimately, you know, I, I didn't. I didn't want the. I didn't want the podcast to. You know, I want. I didn't want to bum people out. Well, it's okay because I started it. No, you didn't. You. You. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. It. If people say like. You know, talk about this more. Or why do you talk about this or talk about this less? I, mean, I just always kind of feel like this. This is essentially just a representation of. It's a snapshot of how we're feeling in this moment. And again, it's okay if you're depressed. You can you can be depressed, and you know you don't have any responsibility to anyone else. It's okay, you know. Like sometimes you kind of gotta like, you know, hey, I gotta pull up the bootstraps and you know put put on the happy face for you know, f- but. But there are other times where it's okay to just be honest and open about how you're feeling. Yeah, and because I guarantee you, especially at the holidays, there are other there are, um, more people feel like you feel. <laughs> yeah. Than than you know, I mean, a lot of people are very you know happy, but but a lot of people are also super bummed out and they're afraid and you know they're afraid you get afraid of yourself and you don't want to you know just be alone on the holidays. But you don't. You're not a alone day, though. Too. It's just a day. No, I'll be alone on Christmas. I'll be by myself. Do you want to come with us? <laughs> you could if you wanted to. No, you want to? My right. mom loves you. Well, your mom's a lovely lady. She uh, understands. <laughs> well, if she likes me, she's <laughs> good enough. We're thinking about getting tanked on Christmas Eve. You want to? You want to join us? I'm already doing that. Oh, so you have stuff to do on Christmas Eve? Yeah. 
Where are you going? We don't know yet. No. <laughs> well, fill out the application and let him review it. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's anyway, there? if you want to... Who's going to be there? Who's at that party? No. <laughs> oh, just you guys? Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're coming to X City to do the podcast. Hmm, who's the guest? Yeah, yeah. I always hate that response. It's like, why'd you just come over? Oh, who's over there? <laughs> no, well, nobody, I guess. Well, me? And yeah. Your friend? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you, you're welcome to spend. If you want to hang out with us on Christmas, you're welcome to. Christmas Day, yeah. we're going to go see uh, Die Hard. Oh, where's that playing? Instead of family, it's a private. I thought thing. you were going to Idlewild. No, no, we ha- we put it off because we're in Chicago later in the afternoon oh, on Friday. Cool. Dee's brother had a kid, so I guess we got to go look at it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do, you know. Yeah. You didn't have to do that. Hey, hey no, no, hey, no sorry. Look at that. Bad yeah. joke. Look at that. If I wish I could be that lucky. <laughs> oh, boo! <laughs> boo earns. You can't. You can't boo after you almost laugh. <laughs> no, I was going because <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> you laughed. It was a stutter. I'm offended. Yeah, I can't control my emotions, and I need other people to do it for me. Pat, 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 yep. pat, 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 pat. Um, no, I just I thought it was I thought it was important for us to get together at the end of the year and talk. I mean, even though. <laughs> If, if, if we did, Joan was really the only one who really was uh, was all everything was like rosy. Well, he had a good year. I had a great year. Well, we yeah. all had good years. Yeah. We all had good. Joan years. had a great year. He got married. I got married. It was yeah. great, and I I did a half hour Comedy Central. I, uh, so good. Yeah, yeah I, 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 it was nice, nice year. You just got to appreciate the good things, and you know, and learn from the bad things. Yeah. And my dad had uh, cancer on his face. Is everything okay? Yeah, yeah, it was fine. <laughs> my dad had it. In his <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> First of all, my dad's dead, so I so free pass right there. I think I'm going to the fuck I want what, to. What we're what we're really trying to get across is it was not a good year to be one of our dads. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Okay. Yeah. Okay. In fairness, it was just the way you said. Oh, dad, I say, cans on his face. Like, yeah. there's a little too much Norm Macdonald in it. Ah, uh, yeah, cans on his face. Yeah. <laughs> Tiger yeah. Woods is uh, six shots back. Yeah. Twitter. Uh, okay, so I'm sorry. So I was. <laughs> no, no, it's totally fine. It's funny. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, cans <laughs> hey, yo, weird dog dad too. Stop it, you whore! <laughs> no, you're self. just whoring laughs now. <laughs> but he's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I think he just uh, he just I found out through a cousin that he had surgery the other day. They, they don't tell me anything. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. They don't like they just uh, every time I, I'll call him and I'll be like, hey, so you're getting surgery today? Oh yeah, man. I didn't want to bug you. Oh god. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, it's a bummer. That's his response to that stuff. So, oh, your dad's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Matt, can can I just predict that Matt is genuinely jealous that <laughs> that your parents don't bother you about anything? Yeah. Well, you know, when I was uh, it was a uh, Christmas um, on two thousand and four or three, and I drove up from you know, Los Angeles to where they were living at the time, which was South Lake Tahoe. Eight hour drive. I drove up. I I get in. And then my dad's like, "Hey, how you doing? How's the job? It was good." He's like, "Hey, uh, do you have a uh, uh, how you doing on money?" I was like, "Oh, I'm fine, Dad. Don't worry about it. I, you know, I've, I've been working a lot of hours lately." And he's like, "But are you doing good on money then?" "Yeah, yeah, Dad. I'm fine. I don't need any money." Do you think 
Do you think I could borrow like $300? <laughs> oh. What? For Christmas presents for the family. <laughs> oh. Go, yeah, yeah, let's go to the bank. <laughs> Do you know how great that is, though? Yeah, but I wasn't able to really afford to. Oh, you couldn't afford it. No, I couldn't afford yeah. it. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, oh. Yeah, or so could I? Being able, you can though. You're not dead. You have a home. That's true. You feed yourself. You buy guitars. You, you you're not dying. You have a lot of stuff to be thankful for. This is great. The, yeah, you were in a position where you could help out your family. This is it's beautiful. That's amazing. Yeah, That's it's great. great. And you're and like it's not. And you want you wouldn't be able to do it if you couldn't. Yeah. True. Yeah, you're in an excellent position. But they yeah. did get me to a point where I had to sell a 1950 Gibson. That's just How a thing. <laughs> it's just a thing. Left-handed. It's you're a gonna, thing. You're not going to find too many of those. You thing. can find another those one. Yeah, you can find it right now at the Vintage Room at Guitar Center. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's okay, though. It's that. okay. That's a thing. Go, go buy back. it. Who fuck enjoy it? It's a thing. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah it is a thing. And, and you should feel good about the fact that uh, that you can do something about it. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, I could have saved Christmas if I had just worked harder, <laughs> but I couldn't, Matt. You saved Christmas, Matthew. <sighs> so it's good. We should do yearly updates on my family. My sister's moving to England. Oh yeah, yeah. To be closer to where wizards are from. To be closer to where it's brilliant. <laughs> uh, to be closer, she went out. She met this guy on the internet. This much older, older, he's a Nigerian older, prince. Older uh, he's, he's got a lot of money coming. Well, she just he just she he just needs a place to park about a hundred million dollars. No, yeah, she yeah. went. Uh, she went out there this in uh, August for whatever the fuck Beatles week or something. Mm-hmm. And then uh, now she's gonna go move with that guy. I live every That's week great. like it's Beatles week. You should. You should. Mm. Mm. Love, love me do. Burping? Yeah. <laughs> Should we wrap up this podcast? <laughs> put a, put bow a bow on it. On it. Hey, I'll take it. Mm. <laughs> you should be friends after all. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing had to die for that high yeah, five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before it. Which happened last week. Oh. So I hope you got everything you needed. And if you're doing the Ryan's Monica House goes in with the rhythm of the vocals. It doesn't have to be a rhythm. It just has the same amount of pronunciation. We can expect that it's also a seasonal song. yourself a merry little Christmas last week. The Nerdist Podcast. Matt Myra's dressed like the <laughs> Matt Myra's dressed like a baby with 2014 and a sash across his chest. Just shaved into my hair. <laughs> well, I um, thank you guys again for everything this year, and you too, Kyle, and and Chloe, thanks, and uh, and Fonzie, <laughs> and uh, and I am Mike. <laughs> yes, you. Not you, Clem. Oh golly. And Bruce Gutter's stupid cousin. <laughs> Clem Gutter. <laughs> not everything's an offshoot of Gutter, Bruce Gutter, guys. I mean, why not? Listen, Let's you peaked. You might as well just... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what? 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 Well, that was the peak we were talking about. I was just trying to help you write it out. If you could... Hey, uh, Jonah, where's, uh, where's all the Bruce Gutter impersonations? You're fucking asshole. <laughs>
That's in, that's in the back. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's true. <laughs> but uh, but I love the shit out of you guys, and I and yeah. I, I I want you to have a good 2014, and you know, let's do more live podcasts in 2014. <laughs> I do miss them. We did. I do miss them. When you guys when you guys started doing all the shows, I I, it's just, I was like, no. Those were a lot of fun, especially the one we did, the the two in Texas when we all just drove from one town to the oh, other. Yeah, and yeah. you were eating like a maniac. Oh yeah, you just uh, every snack food. Oh those yeah, fucking what it's, were they? Beaver you, nuggets. Oh shit, yeah, those oh, were really those good. So and good. What, you stopped. You, we stopped at like a jacket about. You're like, I'm gonna get that. There was like a weird sandwich being advertised. You're like, I'm gonna get that sandwich. What was that? I don't even remember what that was. I don't know. Jack in the Box. That was before you were vegetarian. I th- no, no, you were vegetarian. I think at that I was time. vegetarian at the time. God, I would love some beaver. Those were so good. Um, they were amazing. Yeah, we can do more. But I also think it's really important for what Jonah always says is we need to hang out more as friends and oh, yeah. not record some conversations. Yeah, yeah I, I believe that is very important. Like this most one we just thing. had that we didn't record, right? No, we recorded. <laughs> oh, this. fuck. I oh, said shit. some stuff. You were talking about me. Oh, this is weird. <laughs> what? Can we cut that off? I thought you want you want to cut it out no. like the oh, pre- oh, no. <laughs> Christopher. What? What? That was Was that a wobbly dismount? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they call it. Is that is that how you made it? <laughs> <laughs> Take this baby <laughs> out of the the wobbly dismount. <laughs> Guys, I just think it's important that we remember how we're all kind of assholes sometimes. (laughs) I was talking—I was talking recently about someone uh, on a podcast, and I said, "Chris," I was like, "Chris Hardwick's my favorite like mean joke guy." Like uh, how we were talking about how you're just yeah, everyone thinks you're nice. I was was like, "But Chris, when he makes a mean joke, is always my favorite mean jokes." (laughs) We were talking about that uh, a while back about how you just have the best mean jokes. (laughs) Like when you just say them right away, it's like, "Oh shit." With great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> they're very, uh, they're very pointed. <laughs> they're so good. Yeah. No, no, I'm a, compl- I'm a, I'm a real asshole. If I let myself be, I would be a real asshole. That's why I try so hard to to be the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not that I'm, it's not that I'm faking not being an asshole. It's just, it's just. It's a side like you sort of have a crossroads every day where you're like, well, I can just be an asshole today, or I can really try to, you know, be upbeat and wait. Make you can choose happy. the other option. Yes, you yes, can choose the other option. How you know? Unfortunately, a lot of times happiness takes work and positivity takes work, but it's worth it mm. because you fake, it, fake it until you make it. Well, because here, here's, here's, here's the thing that here's the thing that I learned about. Uh, here's one one thing that I I learned about my dad uh, and just the way that. Just so, just a piece of life that I it seems obvious, but I'd never really thought about it before. But um, I feel like the measure of a person really isn't about what they did or what they, you know, the things that they had or, you know, what they accomplished for themselves. But I think the measure of a person is the effect of all the lives they had around them. Yeah. Yeah. And when you can see that, when you can sort of see that emotional matter trickle down and, you know, form a, you know, a a wide net around a lot of people and you go, Oh, that guy really contributed something, you know? And as someone who of course is, can be admittedly narcissistic, uh, and self-involved, um, sometimes or a lot of the time, I feel like, you know, for 2014, it's important to remember that, (laughs) that that's, that is what's more, that's more important. That stuff's more important. I feel the same way. So, you know, well, you guys affect a lot of lives. 
You've done, no, you've done a lot. I mean, like the idiots listening right now. They're still listening. Give a fuck. I was talking about you guys. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> no, but it's true. You guys do. I mean, it's amazing to see the response on Twitter, on in the comments. You know, you change lives. I wonder how people will take... whole, just by talking. I wonder how people yeah. will take this episode. Oh, that's what I've been thinking the whole time. What do you think? Well, you know what? AV Club is off right now, so we're going to be pretty, <laughs> pretty okay with getting I on that list. I think that Alice. they have finally just sort of let us be. It's fine. Let's not talk about them. How yeah, much a, how much your father dying makes you not give a shit about being trolled or yeah. someone writing something bad about you or like, oh, this, you know, we didn't get this thing in time, so that video didn't get shot. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. Um, no one died. Yep. You're talking about a mallard costume? <laughs> Do you not want to be Matthew the Mallard? Would you rather be Matthew the Muskrat? No, no, Mallard's fine. We've okay. already found the costume. Okay, good. We're going to create a... I, I want to create a Pierre the Pelican nemesis. So uh, we have Matthew the Mallard. Really? Uh, uh, sticking to that Pelican. Yeah, that's right, Chloe. Oh, hey, can I fish around in your underpants for a minute? The failed moose. Oh, Shit, see the moose. You just read the Never the speak Pelican. of him again. <laughs> the failed, the failed moose. moose. <laughs> <laughs> Never has something been removed so fast from the internet. What are you guys talking about? Well, no, that's all the time we have. Don't worry about whatnot. Beyonce's publicist should have called you. <laughs> that's fucking good. Thank you. I don't hey. know what that means. <laughs> well, if you're on Reddit, you'd get it. Yeah, you, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I put up a video of a moose. Making fun of movie trailers, and it was the single most hated thing we've ever <laughs> oh, done. <that's> great! <laughs> it was actually hilarious. Was it you doing the voice? Yeah, it was me doing this voice. <laughs> and it was a Christmas moose that was at Zany's in Chicago <laughs> that had been hanging behind the stage. And he had these pants because he was filled with bird seed. It looked like he had filled his pants with shit. <laughs> this is great. So over the course of five days, I kept referring to Shitsy the Moose, and and his mythology grew wider and wider. And so for Christmas that year, Chloe had gone back after I finished the the last show, mm-hmm. and the club gave her the moose, and she gave it to me as a present. And so so we did. So we had Shitsy the Moose come on, and it was so hated, like so hated that I was like, well, the people have spoken, and I took it down. Yeah. And so the Shitsy voice became Pierre the Pelican voice, oh, which is the man. best. That creepy. Hey, one of my feathers could fit gingerly inside his sphincter. You know, it was just like, <laughs> it's like he's super excited about everything, but yeah. everything he says is hor- horrible, is terrifying. Oh, that's really Pierre. Funny. Yeah. So, like anyway. Um, well, I hope you guys enjoyed um, this podcast. If you didn't, well, it's all right. You don't have to like everything. You don't Just have like to like something. everything. Nope. But I will say um, um, that uh, be nice to people. Just be nice. Just be nice. Wise to man once said, "Don't try to be a great man. Just be a man." That was Zephyrin Cochran, the inventor of warp drive. <laughs> <laughs> read the awkward warp signature <laughs> oh the Vulcans have spotted us well no 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 we hid behind the moon oh yeah so they didn't see us when we landed warm in here after that joke, huh? what are you doing where are you going Joni you want to watch First Contact with me it's on Netflix right now after, uh, after this two hour gush session where I don't know if anyone learned anything <laughs> we'll I say, could not reference Star Trek. enjoy your burrito sincerely we love you. Bye. Have a good new year. I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
We all play a character. Hey, guys. I can't believe I made up all that shit about my girlfriend. So. <laughs> I'm surprised you kept it up all year. Just I know, right? Hating that, right? that girl, that comic you found? <laughs> <laughs> you know how hard it is to prank a girl's uterus? <laughs> Girl's uterus. <laughs> Prank a girl's uterus. <laughs> My brother's son. Oh, cool. Anyway. <laughs> now leaving nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. Hey, it's Guy Raz here, the host of How I Built This, a podcast that gives you a front row seat to how some of the biggest products were built and the innovators, entrepreneurs, and idealists behind them. Every week, I speak to someone new, stories like Justin Wolverton's, a lawyer who just wanted a healthy alternative to ice cream, so he created Halo Top in his Cuisinart. Or Todd Graves, who grew his fried chicken restaurant Raising Cane's into one of the most successful fast food chains in the U.S. All of these great conversations can help you learn how to think big, take risks, and navigate crises in life and work from people who've done all of that and more. Follow How I Built This on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus.